Welcome, Boneheads. It is here once again, the iconic classic, The Skeleton Crew Horror Podcast. The podcast that will tickle your funny bone and have you screaming for more. Exclusively at Horrorphilia.com with your trio of numbskulls, Dave Z. Not a whole lot to tell. I'm a pretty simple guy. Jamie Jenkins. And the whole time, I'm like, why am I watching this? And Alex Edwards. Hi, Mr. Bill? Yeah, asshole. You are now entering the Bone Zones. Man, this song is so good. Listen to that. You hear it in the background? I'm so glad it's back, Dave. What do you think about that? I told you, man. I love it. I love yep. it, man. Jamie, Dave was very big. Oh, do I have to really introduce this again? We just heard the intro of our names and everything, right? No. <laughs> Jamie, do you... Dave felt that Do You Want a Party? It's Party Time was the true trademark uh, signature song, intro song for the skeleton crew. How do you feel about that? I agree. Why not? I mean, yes. it's always party time whenever we're on the crew. Right. Now, how do you feel <clears throat> about what I did when I decided to make a new song for every single show that was more tailored to each main topic? I don't think there's anything wrong with that, to be honest. I think it can be kind of fun, and it gives you a little bit of diversity. The only thing that matters to me is that we have to go out with Buckethead. We have to. And that's what I'm passionate about, because when I hear, I still get chills, and it still makes me tear up when I hear <laughs> Buckethead kick in at the end. No lie. I just, that's a huge deal to me. So Yeah. Yeah, Matt Wazell said to me, that he thinks it's very important that the listeners hear that familiar sound every time a show starts. And I really agree. Um, I was just worried that maybe other shows have this song also. No, they don't. I'm telling you. I don't know of any if they do. <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? You would think that everybody would do that. Totally. But... I know. And I, I know. You know, it does, it does feel like crew to me. So Right. Yeah, it's so, and it was a big thing in 2013, which people still say is our prime year. But you know what? I have a feeling that 2016 is going to be the first year to ever top 2013. I say yes. I feel it. Absolutely. <laughs> I really believe that. The only thing I think we're not going to be able to top are... The amazing array of special guests we've had on the show, like Robert Rossler, Catherine Isabel, Daniel Harris, uh, Linda Blair, I think she was on that year. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a terrible interview, but yeah. I mean... <laughs> but I don't care, it's still her. But mm, yeah. Robert Rossler. Oh, wasn't that the year when I did all those um, interviews from the convention? I think so, and wasn't yeah. uh, Adam Green on that year, too? Yeah, and that was like, I think that was our best Adam Green interview ever. The second one? Yep. So that, you know, it that's such a high watermark to really to really top. That was really our prime. But I, you know, last year I think we touched on a lot of ability to be our prime. And this year I think there's nothing holding us back. Now we just got to talk about something interesting besides our own show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're supposed we're supposed to do that. Okay. All right. 
People are really like, oh, we don't, do we have to hear about the show we're listening to? <laughs> At least we're not talking about weather. Or, yeah, you know. but, but I should really be saying these things on other shows as a guest appearance, but instead I'm saying it on the Well, you have to be invited. Isn't that weird? Nobody, and then don't anybody invite me now. And no, I don't want to hear oh, that's any not inv- true. I've invited you lots of times. Actually, Brian is is a person who did invite me this year to that show, the ABC. That's right. Life. Yeah, and he actually asked me my opinion about it, and I begged him not to, but he said, "Fuck you, I'm doing it anyway." Hey, listen, <laughs> uh, you can't win them all, Jamie. She just wanted to give you a rest, like the rest of us. <laughs> I need a rest from editing more than I do talking. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, you needed a rest from horror and from watching it and, and everything yeah. after the banana laser crash, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the way I feel when everything going on in your life. So that's why I haven't asked you on the heads. Well, not that. And that you have to watch at least two movies. And I didn't want to bother you. I know. I didn't want to bother you with that. Seriously. <laughs> I know you don't like watching two, three movies to do a show. You're like a one movie guy. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I'll, I'll do it. The banana you, laser you'll do crash. it. Sounds like the Challenger explosion. <laughs> yeah, the banana laser. That was. One I of remember moments. where I was when I got the news. <laughs> the banana. Yeah, I, I actually pictured like a banana-shaped blimp right now crashing into the ground. <laughs> it went down like oh, the humanity. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, the guy said that. Um, I just want to like make it clear. I, I did make a comment on the last show, and I said I just wish Matt try doing one show a month before he quit. I don't want that to sound derogatory in any way. What I was saying was, I, I would give anything to find, you know, I completely you know, I already, would, I did a whole show that year-end show, saying how I completely uh, know exactly where he's coming from. Um, I just, for my own sake, and Dave, and me and, and Matt, and him, as you know, as all of us together, as friends, doing something that we love, I just wish that we kind of found any alternative <laughs> besides just wrapping it up. Is, well, you know that you got to give it to him for being decisive. I mean, he's just like, bam. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I mean, came out of nowhere. He makes, it a, he makes a decision and he throws that shit down. He's like, this is how it's going to be. It's yeah. true. I never put my foot down about anything, no. but I am severely tempted to do it over this. No, Marge, I'm sorry. I think it's coming down. No, Homer, it's no. coming down. My no, foot. No. I, that's it, Marge. It's coming down. The cable stays. The foot is spoken. Not many do that. It doesn't happen. Usually it's like a... Especially on this show. It's like... <laughs> oh, God. I'm the most indecisive guy on the planet. <laughs> I can't decide if somebody should be on or off the show. I can't decide if I want to be on or off. I can't decide anyway. Oh, we're good now. Low, low I had a dream about Matt the other night. Oh, yeah. It was too. weird. I And I don't know where it came from, but there were all these people in my house. And I had this brand new tattoo on my, it was weird. It's on my chest of all things. Not on my tits, no, but like on my like my upper chest, which I have, I have no desire to ever get a tattoo there. But anyway, I had this new tattoo, and um, my best friend, my old best friend, Jennifer, had done some of it. But apparently, Matt had done half of it, and the half that he did was a stove. And I guess he came in to a do the stove. the stove because he has... Because he has, like, you know, all the kitchen expertise. So, like, oh. <laughs> he's familiar with stoves. <laughs> he, he should have done a bottle of cumin. It was so random. It was so was random. Was it cumin? I don't know what cumin. it is. Cumin. Cumin, cumin what? <laughs> <laughs> 
your face. He should have. He should have sprinkled some dill weed on you. <laughs> and I, just, I don't know what the hell that was about or where it came from, and I don't remember what the rest of the tattoo was. I just know that there was a stove involved, and apparently Matt was just starting out on a new career as as a tattoo artist. Hmm. And he, you know, did a stove. That's a sign. Matt cooks something. It's symbolic. We should do a whole show on Matt. It's symbolic <laughs> in some way. He's cooking Matt something. Wizzell. Matt was L. Maybe that means he's cooking something up and he's going to blow our minds out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> wow. I'll take it as a good omen. We should ask Matt, what do you use dillweed for? <laughs> I would like to start eating dillweed. I'd like to start smoking dillweed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know you were going to top me, man. I swear. <laughs> well, joke. it's a weed joke. Of course I'm going to top you on it. You know, that's one of the few. <laughs> you got me just about every other category. Yeah, it's just, it's just not as funny to say I want to eat till weed as it is to say I want to smoke it. <laughs> it's a great setup. It's a, you, it, was a, you, it was a, what do you call it? You gave me the fucking layup. Alley-oop. Yeah, alley-oop. Yeah, layup, I call it. <laughs> Whew. Yeah. Hey, I went to dunk it. I banged it off the fucking rim. <laughs> and I was behind you going, boom. <laughs> boom shakalaka. That sounds like a sexual problem. <laughs> We'd like to thank everybody for the feedback. I'm really glad you guys like the story about us shitting in a pizza box. <laughs> and I'm really glad that you like everything. Oh, you know, we got some complaints. I love complaints. What? Where? Complaints. I really do. I got a lot of people explaining to me how the British people don't use outhouses. Right. Actually, more than one person um, wrote to me personally to tell me you know we you know it's it's not like we use outhouses you know we have actual indoor plumbing and i'm like and, and i'm like i know i know that mm. <laughs> i didn't think that Brit, you know british people were living in the stone age or even in you know frontier times i uh i i fully understand that they have indoor plumbing and i'm not the one who said it it was a british guy who said the thing about the water in the toilets i, yeah, I listened back to that to see if you did because i thought you did say it and then you were saying what someone else said yeah yeah i mean it wasn't my personal thought you know um but well, anyway i i would like to i do appreciate the fact that because some people like you know um they were everyone was really nice about it and it's not like they were like you dumb cunt you know they were they were they were nice about it i was like look that is not what i thought i didn't I didn't mean to insult any British people. It's not. It was not my personal opinion. Um, it was right. just what I was just repeating what a British YouTuber said. So. Well, it's one more on the list for you, Jamie. It's um, you can add Brits to the list of the countless groups people that Jamie offended. Yes, yeah. just all for offended since she started. She offended Canadians <laughs> in season two, and then she, <laughs> she offended two. strippers once. Yeah, yes, uh, uh, lunchtime strippers or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, they came after me on that one. That was it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Jamie just about offended every single kind of group there is in this She group. even offended stroke victims once, I believe. Hey, all I'm saying, <laughs> all I'm saying is if you are a stripper and the only time, the only shift you get is like Tuesday at 1 p.m., then you should start thinking about career choices. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we just want to give a shout out to everybody who has been so interactive with us. You know, we really needed you guys. We need support. You know, we've been through a lot and we're, we're just broken people over it. I don't even know how I wake up in the morning. And uh, you guys are there. You're great friends. And some of you include Duncan McLeish, Cosmic Creepers, Mike Merriman, Jerry Vitt. You know, I keep saying his name wrong. I think it's. It's easy. Vitetta. Oh, no, I do say that. Yeah, you got it. 
<laughs> oh no, I, th- I thought it was Vietta for some I reason. I thought I was it's... saying Smith. Vietta, okay. No, I've been saying it. Viagra. Uh, Rod P- Pet Petrie. Um, Jamie Jenkins. I mean, oh no, you're on. <laughs> Jonathan Orr. Will Wilhelm. Travis Jones. Ken Lovett. <laughs> Is this JP... Robber Room? Is this the Skeleton Crew version? I really want to get all their names on our show officially. And you were there, and you were there. JP, yeah, everyone's like zoning out right now. Let's hear their names. Bruce and Tommy. I'm sorry. JP, 22 shots. Rob Doyle. Abraham Ram, the Ram Man. Brian Sammons. Yay. John Moran. uh, Mark Harrison. Jared Fair. Jason Lloyd. Cody Robinson. And uh, missing one or two people because they made their own topics to say nice things, and uh, I'm looking only in the topic for the actual show on the Facebook page. So to those guys too, thank you. That's all the people who have been so uh, interactive and very supportive on our Facebook group page. Oh, and uh, Car- Car- Carmen, that that cute little blonde. Uh, but I didn't say that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, people love the pizza box story, I got to tell you. Right. They thought that was hilarious. Yeah, uh, it really does smell worse when uh, crap is just sitting. Oh, and Patrick Amedio. It really does smell worse when... um, Ghoul. The ghoul under the bed. Bed, bed, under the bed. And they'll wake up when you're dead, dead. Hey, so how many... We have how many responses? 57? 57 cats? What? No, <laughs> <laughs> you know, 18 cats. Yeah, I know. 18 for the last time. I know. I, I know. We keep on mixing those numbers. Uh, Jamie's getting pissed. Cats just sounds funnier than saying 57 years old. But Jamie, it's better because then we make you 18 years old. So it's yeah, right. well, that's true. That's right. true. I'm close. Well, Would you rather be 18 years old with 57 no. cats or 57 years old with 18 cats if you had to choose? Oh, that's tough. Well, I would just be. Yeah, I would 18. not want to be eighteen again. I got to tell you that. What? I would be eighteen and just let let the cats out of the house and just open the door and kick them out. I would use that that those cats to to get me some pussy. I well, wouldn't. If eat, I was I wouldn't yeah, you wouldn't need to. You have pussy. You have enough pussy in that house. <laughs> yeah. Take them out. Does wouldn't that attract girls walking on? It's kind of. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. No, it's good. It's good. It's skeleton crew. We're having a fucking celebration over here. It's <laughs> celebration. <laughs> Come on. I think I want to start overdoing all the skeleton stuff. Like we don't. We never really made. Remember how I like toyed with the idea of saying that when we rate a movie, it's how many bones do we give it out of five? <laughs> that lasted yeah. like two episodes. I don't even think in a row. Let's bring it back. Like I, I always wanted to make everything about skeletons and stuff, and then I said, eh, "That's too much work." Well, you think it's cheesy if I make make it? No, I'm no. Gonna make them... I like skeleton or whatever you, skeletonation or skeleton. Oh, skeleton. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, skeleton. Hey, that could be that could be our listeners. There are skeleton. Skeleton. Wow. wow. <laughs> that was by accident. Oh man! And celebration occurred to me by accident the other day, and I was waiting to use it. Wow! <laughs> Isn't that something? Huh? Flowing lyrics be flowing and flowing. Yeah. <laughs> People should call us on the skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my god. Oh. Leave a message at the bone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. I'm bringing, I'm bringing bone ratings in. That's not going to be Oh god. Like when you guys, but the banana laser, like when you said peel it back, you know, what would you have said? Oh, how about, oh, would you, oh, would you like to slip her the bone? We could have said that. No shit. After four years, I thought of that. Maybe it's for a reason. <laughs> well, that's the reason why 2016 is going to be the year. We're going to bring all these gimmicks in. See? Something's got to do it. It's not just going to be us. Now, these ideas are just going right to the marrow. <laughs> <laughs> like, like um, you could tell the crew was on its like last uh, thing here because we're throwing everything but the kitchen sink. And Yeah, well, the, the only thing we have left to do now is have a kid. That's, that's what you do. Oh when yeah, that shows starts getting bad. You have a kid. Yeah, you we should a bring kid. a kid in here. Oh, we just got rid of one. Like growing pains. <laughs> kid, does it count? Their mind was that of a seven-year-old. Right, it didn't work, Jamie. We tried to add a kid. <laughs> he was like cousin Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> cousin Oliver. Can you believe what I forgot to add? To that show, you know, now that it's over, I could tell you guys that was like a, a crazy rushed production. As you could tell, I put almost nothing into the production of that show, and that's just and me. it's still great. Yeah, th- thanks, and thanks to you guys. But, but no, because it's basically all we had was our content. You know, there was no production. But um, except for Matt, oh, thank you, Matt, for that intro, Matt did the intro for the skeleton crew that'll be our intro for now on because i don't feel like mentioning who we are anymore nice. so you can just listen to that <laughs> oh that's cool all right so uh here you won't even believe this i actually forgot i made this intro for our show on show number 16 and now i have the most perfect reason to use it on the last show and I completely forgot to do it. I am beyond brain dead. Listen to what sh- should have introed our last show. The Creep Show Retrospective. I told you before, I didn't want you to read this crap. I never saw such rotten crap in my life. Where do you get this shit? Who sells it to you? I'm talking to you, young man. You want to answer me when I'm talking to you. You remember who puts the friggin' bread on the table around here, don't you? Stan, don't be too hard on him. All the kids read him. My boy isn't all the kids. You want to know where this is going, Billy? In the garbage. Right into the friggin' garbage. Now, you got any smart mouth about that? The windows are open downstairs. I better get down and close them. The rain will get in. No, I'll do it. I got some garbage I want to throw away. Daddy, please don't throw it away. I'm sorry. The next time, young man, I find you with a worthless piece of shit like this again, you won't sit down for a week, buddy boy. Remember that. Billy, if your dad was serious, then you might want to turn this show off because I do believe it falls into the category of a worthless piece of shit. Am I a retard? I don't know what <laughs> the fuck. He that would have been cool. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> like I gotta be dumb. Like I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I just don't even want to discuss what goes on in this empty skull. Well, it's been done before. That's okay. You did it before. That's right. now you can feel good about it. 
I'm, I'm beginning to think you could replace my brain with a sock full of popcorn. It wouldn't make a difference. <laughs> it's a worthless piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This piece of crap. <laughs> my brain is. <laughs> Change the intro. Let's just say that. That looks his brain and then put that in. <laughs> it's it. a worthless, worthless piece, piece of, of shit. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll be back. I'm um, very excited. We're going to do Creep Show 2. The legendary Creep Show 2. People love that movie. You know, a lot of people say it's not as good as the original, but I, I have yet to hear anybody say. Well, I guess some people might say it, but no one really says this movie sucks. It shouldn't be in the creep show world or anything like that because this is a solid piece of work. We'll be right back after this. Pretty mad after the Cubs lost. Hey, we got a we got a call actually. Uh, you're on. Hey guys, this is Peyton Manning. I love the show. Oh really? You betcha. I mean, wow, this is pretty cool. It was a heck of a game, am I right? It was awesome. You showed a lot of heart. You made some really good throws in that first half. I, I thought you managed the game perfectly. Everyone says the only reason we won was because of our defense, but I think it was because Cam Newton is a little crybaby bitch. Yeah, yeah probably. I, I actually would have to agree with you there. I mean, Come on, Cam, look at me. Everybody's calling me a rapist lately, and you don't see me crying yeah, about it. Yeah, Peyton, I don't even fault you for that. Jeez, you put your nuts on an unsuspecting woman's face once and suddenly everyone thinks you're an ass. I don't understand why this comes up after you win your second Super Bowl and you solidify what is one of the greatest careers ever. I mean, we all did some dumb in college, right? Panty raids, streaking, sexually assaulting a woman, then destroying her reputation afterwards. You know, kid stuff. Yeah, absolutely. This, 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 yeah, absolutely. We've all We've all been there and, you know, certainly done a lot of crazy stuff in our time. Definitely. Papa, John says, it's not rape. Uh, you know, if you're... Uh, all I did was show my d***. Sorry, Peyton Manning. In all seriousness, the woman accusing me was a total pro. I'd like to put her in at receiver of my Manning sauce. That's what me and Eli call her d***. Oh, man. All right. And, and that was Peyton Manning. And obviously, uh, we don't advocate what, he, what, was, what was said, obviously. You know, but, uh, hey, he's calling it again. So, so we put him through. Jeez. I mean, it's not every day you get to talk to Super Bowl champion Peyton Manning. Peyton, is there anything else that you want to add, you know, about your career, your legacy? What do you want it to be? I'm not sure whether I'm going to hang it up, but uh, when I do, I'm definitely going to miss the Black Pecker Parade in the locker room. Oh, boy. It's just d for days. Von <laughs> no, Miller no, won no, Super no, Bowl Peyton. MVP, but he also won the locker room MVP, Most Baney Penis. Congrats. Uh... I, I don't know what else to say, man. I mean, this, this has gotten very bizarre. Man, Peyton Manning on our show. How, how did that happen? Probably time to reevaluate some of the choices you've uh, made in this life. Yeah, you know, we have another caller. Uh, you're on. Eli has a three-inch c Oh, my oh, God. That's it. We're not taking any more calls. Come on. What is, what's wrong with that guy? You think he's got some issues? To call into the show like this multiple times to say stuff like that, it's got to be something kind of serious. Okay, kiddies, it's Creep Show 2. <laughs> hey, Billy. Hey, is that kid's name Billy again? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yep. Is, is he dressed like him or no? I don't think. Because the kid was in pajamas in the first movie, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Bananas in pajamas. Oh, that's you guys when you go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Before the, the, the great banana crash of 15. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please stop. I'm trying to have fun here.
<laughs> it was such a slippery slope. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you turn mm-hmm. around and you're on the floor. And you're like, what the fuck happened? Fucking banana splits. <laughs> the banana split. Wow, we did a banana split. That's what we did. Wow. The great banana right. split of 2015. Yeah, let's, let's keep it that way. Yeah, instead of crash, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's better than doing a banana cream pie, I guess. <laughs> Felt, you know how good those feel, Jamie? I'm not so sure, right? <laughs> <laughs> For this, uh, like, wraparound and intro type thing, this kid, it's a really cool scene. He's like, he parks his bike in front of a newsstand of sorts. I guess the creep is all you can call him. And this creep looks different. I don't know, maybe he's he's not the same creep that was in the window of the kid, right? Because he's, this guy's all fleshed out and he's like, he has right. a he's not moment. a skeleton, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, but he's still cool. He actually hosts the thing now and before they just flip through comic pages silently, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a little cooler in that respect. I know you. You know we all like the comic book thing, but I do. I really do like a host. As a... I'll tell you what. I'll admit that that's the only thing that they improved on. I, I'm not saying improved on because I, I was fine with what they did. But you're glad they made the addition. It, it was. It was something. Everything else about the first one I preferred, but the one thing I liked here is that you had the intro. Well, kiddies, and doing yeah. that. You know, and, that and announcing it. Yeah, it's just, it was more of a, um, I don't know, I, I just like that. Yeah. I don't mind the announcing, but I I much prefer the aesthetic of the first one, you know, with the comic book transitions. I mean, because that's, yes, you know, that was the whole point. Yeah, but, oh, you're right too, Jamie, because even in the first story, they reference the comic books again. Yeah, I mean, they do. Um, sort of. just to me, it kind of felt like they flipped everything around here because in the first one you have, you know, the the wraparound is all live action and then you've got like the animated, you know, creep in the window right. thing. And then in part two, you it's uh, the creep is live action and then it sort of goes into an animated story with Billy, like when he... Right. And I've never been really fond of that animation style either. And this, I don't know if this is going to make any sense to everyone, but it just seems floppy to me. Like everything flops. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what I the thought? way they move is floppy. Yeah. <laughs> does that, you get it? I mean, you get yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Well, you know what I thought it looked and sounded like? This is going to be really obscure. There's a movie called uh, Peter Pan from Disney. They The cartoon style is almost exact, and the voices. I would swear that the bully's voice sounds exactly like one of the, what they call lost boys or something. <laughs> I love that you're talking about Peter Pan like no one has ever heard of it. <laughs> right, it's like, right. this is so obscure. Oh, well, I'm talking about the original cartoon. Yeah, well, yeah, I, that's the I, one. I, I know, everybody fly, knows it. <laughs> oh, well, I know everybody knows, like, the, you know, that one with the guy who's in the Crow movie and stuff, like Hook and stuff. Fuck that. Peter Pan. There's only one Peter Pan. He's the man of the fucking... Yeah. Yeah, if you sure. guys, like, look at any clips of the Lost Boys, I think they're called, right? Is that their name? Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. Um, and then listen to how they their voices, and then listen, look at the teeth and the mouth and the animation of the bully and his friend, and everybody in this, really. And it's exactly like that. It's really, like, odd. Wow. And the, the one thing is right off the bat, the way it starts, and I'm not going to make a habit of this. I'm not going to compare the whole thing. Oh, I love the music. Don't say the music's not good. Well, no, no, no. As soon as the movie starts, it could start like, by looking at that, that could be any movie in the world. It could be anything at all. It's just the fucking side of a building and a car pulls up. What? 
Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. What are you talking about? Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, the opening shot of Creep Show 2 is that van pulling up. Remember? And the creep yeah. is in it. That's amazing, because it was a real creep. That part, yes, but I'm talking about the opening shot. When you first put it on, the movie begins, and it's just your, it's just a oh, city. Yeah, it's a side so of a what? building. Oh, you're getting... No, weird. no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me just say this, and that's all. That's the only time I'm going to do a comparison. It starts off as just the side of a building, and then you see a truck. And it, like I said, that could be any movie. Where in comparison to the first one, as soon as the fucking you put that shit in, put it on, and the movie begins. It's, it's a house. Boom, it's a house. Boom, boom. Yeah, that's the house, and it goes right into fucking some shit. Yeah, Tom Atkins. And all that stuff. I'm just saying that right off the bat, watching this part two, right after watching one, because that's how I did it. You could immediately tell it's a very different vibe, dude. You can't compare anything to Tom Atkins. They're gonna lose every time. It's not <laughs> yeah. fair. And you could be, you I could do. just as easily be watching a Bronx Tale when that when See, that, right when right. he pulls up in the neighborhood. <laughs> I'm not gonna ruin the only comparison I'm gonna draw. I wanted to get out of the way. And I, I, I see that, but I still don't think, I don't understand. I don't think that's anything. No, that just speaks volumes on the, on the specialness and the the, the u- u- uniqueness of the first one. How no other movie is like it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I agree, but... Yeah. All right, so, you know, I was thinking, when this ghoul throws this stack of comic books wrapped in that paper into the front thing, does nobody, like, steal these things? I don't understand <laughs> how you just throw a stack of newspapers or comic books in front of a news an empty newsstand that it appears to be like five in the morning or four in the morning how come people just don't steal these things all the time well i mean it's it's super early in the morning the guy who runs the store is probably going to be there soon you think who did you guys have (laughs) you're someone who has a lot of parrots (laughs) yeah alone in the dark you ever see that (laughs) alone in the dark (laughs) That chick, it can be her. <laughs> Did you guys ever have them drop off your like your new telephone books? They still like, do on those fuckers. I don't even well, know. Like, yeah. Not at your house, but I mean like on the block, like a big stack of them, and then they would have people that they hired come out and distribute them into the neighborhood. Did they do that? Okay, well, we it, it, when I was growing up, they would always have big, giant stacks of phone books that they would drop off on the corner and then they would like hire people and those people would come out and distribute <laughs> them to each house. But uh one time and it was right down the street from my house where they were the drop off point was, a big mound of them. And one time there were these uh, uh there was this kid walking down the street and he started like karate kicking them and um like tearing <laughs> up and stuff. And I just happened to be in my yard and I was like citizens arrest. And that and then I ducked <laughs> down. I did. Citizens arrest like Gomer Pyle. And then I ducked down and this kid, this kid snapped around and he was looking around, but he couldn't see me. And he bolted like he took off running. He rounded the corner. I saw him go up a block, turn a corner, and he was still running halfway down the next block. And I was laughing my ass. But anyway, I guess what I'm saying is that, you know, it's I don't know. Maybe they just trust people. (laughs) Maybe Maybe in the 80s, people were easier to trust. Maybe, maybe. Okay, really quick. Uh, Mention Tom Savini plays the voice of the creep. Just so everybody knows. Now, uh, yeah, he did himself. a good job since he... Um... I think he was actually the creep himself, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Was that he was under the rubber. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But I, I don't know about the voice. Oh, really? Oh, maybe. he's not the creep during the when he talks the whole time? I don't know. Maybe he is. It says uh, he's the creep prologue. What is a prologue? 
the beginning, the part you're talking about, the paper shit. Oh, guy... creep voice is Joe Silver. Who the hell is that? Uh, David Silver's father. <laughs> so he's a dentist? <laughs> <laughs> David Silver. <laughs> it's been a while. So I haven't watched that in a long time. I need to watch that. So I'll give you guys some uh, stuff. Uh, you know, unlike just like last time, we didn't mention the big names. Stephen King is stories, George Romero is screenplay, and Lucier uh, Fletcher is uncredited. a dedication it turns out and this is not one of those well maybe it is one of those moments it would have been if we recorded yesterday oh I think yeah. It still is. yeah i think it still is a moment who else is doing it yeah right exactly what other horror podcast do you think you know yeah is doing this in the midst of a man's death yeah uh it turns out race bruce does not only die in the first segment we're going to review old chief woodenhead but Race Bruce, played by George Kennedy, died yesterday. He was 91. 91 years old. Not bad. He was famous for being with another alumni of Creepshow, Leslie Nielsen, in all three Naked Gun movies. Wow. Yep. That's right. Oh, that's fucked up. And he was great in those. He was Ed Hotkin yep, in those movies. Uh, he was amazing. He's amazing in this movie. He really conveyed. I mean, I I bought into everything. Hook lines. I I wanted to slap him a few times because you just say, "Dude, are you an idiot? What are you doing?" But he's a great man. I can't believe he was ninety one. He he lived twenty years, thirty thirty years almost after this movie was made. Wow, thirty years, and he looked old there. I can't even believe he was alive. Yeah, he looked way older than 61 there. Right. Yeah, didn't he? Even his wife, Martha Spruce, you might get her confused with Ronnie Dangerfield. That was actually Martha Spruce. <laughs> and her real name was Dorothy Lamore. Dorothy Lamore. Yeah, not Ronnie Dangerfield. You think she looks like Ronnie Dangerfield? Uh, yeah, I do. I don't know how Dorothy everybody... Lamore was a Hollywood beauty. I'm looking what? at her picture. She. I'm not going to say she was hot. But she she was she had that classic look. Yeah, she did. You know, but she wasn't hot because I'm looking at like the cover of My Favorite Brunette, and she's not hot. And that was 1947. She was like 33, so she's not hot. 
by any means, but she eventually morphed into Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and yeah. she died in 1996. <laughs> so she at least was funny when she died. Hey, Alex, you know what else? <laughs> you remember Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff? Of course. Okay, he looks like he morphed into Rodney Dangerfield, too. <laughs> My, it's true. My brother and I Did talk. We've been, we've been saying it for years. Yeah, look him up. I'm telling you those exact words. Who are, who would have thought that Paul, Mister Wonderful Orndorff, would eventually morph into Ronnie Dangerfield? Mm. But he did. So it really, it really fucking blew my mind when you said that someone else morphed into Ronnie Dangerfield. And this is the chick. That's even worse. We got to put a side by side of her and Ronnie Dangerfield and Paul Orndorff. <laughs> and we even got a guy in this movie who's. Who looks like OJ, man? He's OJ. So we'll get to that though. Apparently, it's the entire cast of of Naked Gun. Yeah, is he yeah, right? Isn't that weird? Wow, it's a Naked... creep show connection. That's amazing. Naked Gun. That sounds like a dating site. The creep show connection. It's the. You know what? I'm stealing that. You know what? I think we should hurry up. Me, you, and Matt should hurry up and start that new show. And it won't be Matt's vision, so he'll go along with whatever low production values there are, and we'll call it Creep Show. Yeah, do it, Alex. I mean, th- you just said that you didn't do any production barely for the last Skeleton Crew, yeah. so why not do a Creep Show and do barely any production, and then we get Matt back? I will, just to get Matt back. He's he, he's my reason for being. Dude, wow. <laughs> We're coming up with so many ideas this show, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. One after another. There's like a think tank. Everyone's head is spinning. They're like, are we going to get to some content? <laughs> right. They're wondering they like where we're going. Much. I think they enjoy this just as much. I know I do when I listen to a podcast. I, I don't know. know. It's like I... hanging out with those annoying people. You right. Know, we're good for a movie talk, but you don't want to hang out with us. Believe me. Just ask Jerry Vitetta. <laughs> yep, that's it. where it ends. He'll tell you. <laughs> He's done it. <laughs> so the old man who just died, George Kennedy, 91 years old, died yesterday. So this show is dedicated to George Kennedy. And and uh, and Ronnie Dangerfield. We're, we're gonna dedicate it to both of them. Yeah, yeah. I'd say an OJ, but no, he didn't die. Yeah, fuck OJ. Yeah, I'm not dedicating shit to him. Yeah, I'm from Buffalo, so I still uh, I still <laughs> yeah. got love. Did you see the greatest... People vs OJ Simpson that TV show? No, I got to. It couldn't be more clear that he killed these people. Oh yeah, well, it's, it's so dude. It's so disgustingly obvious that he killed them, and the way he got away with it. It, to, to watch it really unfold in great detail uh, is is disgusting. The old man running uh, the store runs the store in an old rundown town called Dead River. Uh, supposedly it was a thriving community at one point, and it just went absolutely nowhere. Um, now, this whole thing is about Chief Woodenhead, who is the carved out uh, statue of an Indian... Cigar store Indian. Yeah. On the guy's uh, front porch. Tell the truth, if you can. Maybe you can't remember. When you first saw this, did you realize by those subtle... It's so obvious now. But did you really realize the very first time that that Indian was moving and that he was probably alive? No. Not... not um no not the very first time right. no and now you're right it is completely obvious right but i still think the makeup is astounding like it, it looks amazing but um when i first watched this no i couldn't tell yeah how about you Dave? no i couldn't tell but 
the, the story is called Old Chief Woodenhead, so I kind of expected him to come to life anyway. Well, yeah, but I mean, I, it wasn't like visually obvious. I also wasn't, no, no. you know, I wasn't looking for it then either, you know. Yeah, I don't know what I was, uh, I don't know what I was uh, expecting from this with that name. Well, don't you think they do it on purpose? Uh, they, you know, it's done intentionally in this movie. Well, now the, I think the that. The movement, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, before. No. I don't know. I think that you're, sp- you're, are you talking about the subtle ones? Like when he's kind of swaying a little yeah, bit? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the actor just couldn't be still. <laughs> Maybe, huh? Yeah, the guy. Yeah, the, the director's like, "Hey, uh, Richie, can you be still for five seconds?" The, the the one though, the one though, definitely though, when he says goodbye to him, that was that that's that's the that's the fucking script. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, you know. But the other ones, yeah, yeah, uh, that's that's what I was thinking. I don't know if he was supposed to be moving or not. Actually, the name of the old the guy who played Old Chief wouldn't have is Dan Cammon. Is he alive or dead? Is, uh, they don't even say. They don't even bother <laughs> telling you. They say he's so, uh, not popular, his own mother wouldn't recognize him. <laughs> Was he in the Naked Gun, too? Believe it or not, there's nothing about if he's alive or dead. Uh, Naked <gasps> Gun? No. What a person to look up of all the people. <laughs> I know. Oh, gee, he was in Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. What? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he owned a cigar store. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, how about that the disgusting car that wouldn't stop smoking <laughs> this guy like who how could you drive a car around like that? <laughs> <laughs> who the 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 old Indian guy? Yeah, uh, Ben White Moon. You remember that jalopy he was driving around? And he's getting chauffeured around but he has absolutely no money. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so Basically, um nobody they haven't had a paying customer in weeks. They haven't had a guy pay his debt in weeks or whatever uh or something like that so this guy ben he uh ben white moon he's an old you know indian guy and somehow he's in charge of all his people's stuff somehow they believe that when they give their stuff to him that he'll definitely get it to the guy who's supposed to have it and he won't take it for himself so he get they give him all their like really important and most valuable things somehow they own tw- like what twenty or ten thousand dollars worth of jewelry or something. Well, between all of them, <laughs> so they say. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, turquoise is really expensive. <laughs> yeah, that couldn't have looked like a bigger pile of junk. <laughs> it's like he bought it from a fucking a gift shop in an airport somewhere in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "Here you go, dumb whitey." I mean, uh, uh, what's your name? Yeah, right. Yeah. This is the most valuable things for my people, and he's like, "Well, let's see. Uh, this eraser is more valuable than the pin." Hey, I think you you guys have now succeeded in pissing off all the Native Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Someone that I hadn't covered up to this point, so I appreciate you picking up the slack. <laughs> Yeah. We'll get them all before we're done. Yeah, Jamie, don't worry. We'll, we're there for you. We'll cover it. Yeah, season, fuck, season. What is it, season four? It's season um, 2012, 13, 14, 15, 5? Season 5. Oh, my God. Okay. The crew is alive. We're in the fifth season. Well, 90210 got really good in the fifth season, so maybe it'll work here. Yeah, just don't, you know, don't push Jamie down the stairs, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't pull a Ray Pruitt on me. Mm. Or Jamie, don't don't push Alice down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so check this out. Think of the logistics of what he's doing to this poor old guy, Ray Spruce. He's saying, "We owe you a ton of money, 
But basically, we're going to give you a bunch of shit that you don't want. That you can't do anything with. That you can't do anything <laughs> with. So basically, we're not going to pay you for two years. So two years are go- – and he doesn't – you know, thank God he lived to 91, but who knew that? I mean, looking at him there, sure didn't look like he'd lived to 91. looked like he had about eight months left. <laughs> yeah, right? He yeah. had two years from fucking <laughs> – Like, uh. I don't think he'd be alive to find out if they were going to pay him back. That was their plan, probably. You're probably right. Yeah. The, yeah, they all sat around like, so how long does, do you think this guy has to live? He looks fucking <laughs> horrible. They're like, I don't know. I give him one or two years. Yeah. All right, here, let's give him all this shit in your house and all you guys, anything you guys got, any, forever you find it, put it in this little thing, we'll say it's important, and tell this asshole that for two years you can hold on to it, and then we'll pay him later. <laughs> and he'll probably be dead by then. So we're good. We're off the hook, guys. Oh, shit, is he that stupid? Yeah, I'm telling you. We'll take it. He probably had a native doctor. That's what it was. <laughs> you know, and he, the doctor knew how long he had to live. He went to a witch doctor. He was broke, so he couldn't afford fucking, you know, medical insurance. He couldn't go to any doctor, so he went to the fucking shaman, you know? <laughs> it was free, and he's like, yeah, dude only has, like, 18 months tops. Okay. And they had, they had just, like, <laughs> now when I was season five, they had a sweat lodge part. Remember they kept pouring the thing in the teepee for the sweat? <laughs> they, um... Oh, man. Yeah, like, and we're supposed to believe that they put kids through college at with the, the earnings from that store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay i guess when college was what two thousand dollars a year i guess i could believe that well back then the kids went to school in the 70s it might have been two thousand when i went to college in the 90s it was 750 dollars a quarter oh my god yeah so three right. quarters three quarters a year at 750 dollars a quarter that's uh that's six six thousand eight hundred dollars Wow. Not even close, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did he that's, say? That's two thousand dollars Right. Right. No, that's what I meant. I meant three years of college. Oh, okay. I see. Oh, see? I'm sorry. I'm I blew sorry. past that and did three years, yeah. He's ahead of it. Yeah, remember how good he was figuring out Michael G's, uh, <laughs> how many times he watched part six? It was like, boom, and he had the number, 128. Well, you know, I, d- I decided instead of actually trying and being smart on the show that I could just be dumb. That's even better for people to listen to. Yeah, we all know what's an act. Uh, yeah. You well, know? Because when I was smart, I think it came off as, as cocky, so I, I figured I'll dumb it down. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Well, good job, because there were four years of college, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about this. Yeah, so there's money. So this guy, they probably said, he'll be dead by then, so let's just tell him two years. And then, you know, maybe we'll, then at that t- at time, we'll give him another set of excuses, and this asshole will just you know, keep on waiting. Because what's he going to do about it? What's he going to do if they don't pay? What's the difference? You know, he can't, what's he going to do, get cops to every one of their houses? And, you know, it's so funny because these old Indian people, they go in there and he, he talks as if it's so, like, oh, my God, it's the most important thing. Like, you have to accept this. If you don't, uh, you make us beggars instead of borrowers, and such disrespect can never be forgiven from my people. Like, my people. What does that even mean? My people, like it's a big deal. You're just a bunch of guys standing around wherever you are. God only knows where they live at this point, since the whole town's empty. Like, what does this even mean? Like, it's some sacrilegious thing to to insult. Oh my god! 
<laughs> they do that well. Some of the old schoolers take that shit seriously. Yeah, they they take themselves so seriously. Not anymore, but at that time, the old the old you know the elder statesmen. Right, it's they take themselves so serious. Yeah. Honor was a big deal, you know, mm-hmm. and respect. You could afford an arrow to shoot me with. You know, I would say, you know, you're talking to me about not, you know, not being able to forgive me. Mm-hmm. But what if I don't forgive you for, you know, making my family go hungry because we can't pay our bills? <laughs> no, no, he's not concerned about that. He's only worried about himself. <laughs> yeah, and, and his wife was right. And then she blew it off. At first she was like motherfucking him, you know. He's like, oh, yeah, look, in his chauffeur-driven car. But as soon as she sees those fucking trinkets, she's like, oh, she does a complete fucking 180. Oh, 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 it's oh, like every man. broad when she sees jewelry. Right. The same thing. Yeah, man. She got fucking blinged out. You just seen what Jamie did. She was trying to quit the show, and I, I showed her a cubing zirconia, and she was right back on here. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I got her from, uh, what's that, QVC? Oh, boy. I'm easy. <laughs> yeah, she's easy. Hey, that zirconia works, man. Believe it. <laughs> but, yeah, what I, the reason I said that, Alex, about the, the shit with the girl, Yeah. you know, in, in flipping, was like, he could have just fucking not had a chauffeur. That's what I would have right, said. He would have had the money to pay him back, probably. Right, so he's paying this guy, but he won't pay the fucking store owner. <laughs> I don't think what, he's What, is he paying. a jerk-off? I yeah. don't think he's paying that guy. Right, me neither. But I, I'm going along with the joke. Yeah, it's probably a nephew or something. It's one of the tribesmen and makes him feel important. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, again, it's respect thing, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jamie, we have a bunch of time to fill. We have to come up with jokes. <laughs> so, yes, very good one, Dave. He's paying that guy, but not yes. Yeah, thank you. I try. All right. So, so, um, so how about the wife? Like you just said, you know, she she does the 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 one eighty, and like, who tells somebody, hey, you know, dude, it was funny. Five minutes ago, I was bashing you guys, and uh, I was totally wrong. I said you were a bunch of fucking pricks who didn't appreciate anything, and you totally ripped us off. But you know what? I was wrong. You are really good people. Uh, and he's like. Thanks. All right. Well, we'll see you later. <laughs> it was the most awkward thing ever. That's why he sent Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it's all planned. They are like the mafioso. Yeah, maybe it was, it was all, all set up. Right. It was, and he was supposed to bring it back to the fucking chief, but he decided he had his own plans of his own, Sam. Mm-hmm. Makes Sam even more evil, if you think about it. And how comic bookish of it is it of it? <laughs> Wait, of is it, it, of, is it, it? Oh, <laughs> of it? How comic bookish of it? Is it? <laughs> you know, guys, doing this show is very hard. I know you think it's easy sitting there listening. Words are hard. Yes, this is hard to say, this, these things. So <laughs> as soon as they, you know, they say goodbye to this asshole when he's driving away in his fucking jalopy, and they turn around to walk back into the store, and it's nighttime. <laughs> like, what the hell just happened? Didn't I just see him drive away? How long were you standing out there before you walked, turned around and walked in? So... They turn around, it's now nighttime, they close the door, and Sam, the greatest character in, in horror history, uh, wow. who, who's wow. not, well, he, what? <laughs> top three, right? He was one of your top three favorite villains outside of the big three, yeah. Yes, yes, outside of the major people. Yeah. Sam White Moon. <laughs> That's the name of the killer in this segment. Oh, and I agree he is badass. <sighs> He's a show stealer. He's a fucking, you know, he, he steals the show of this fucking... Uh, oh, my point. God. Jamie, would you would you uh, run his hair between your legs? Nope. 
Ooh, I think his I think his Trans Am driving buddy is cuter than he is. Oh wow! Oh, I could see that the pretty boy type. Yeah. yeah, I am not. I am not a fan of Sam White Moon. I never understood it. Not then. Not now. I don't get it. You don't get it. No, I like him as a villain, sure, but I don't understand how you know he's just like oh, one look at this face, and they'll have to put me in the movies. And like be in Hollywood, man. I, eh, I don't think so. What about the hair? Does the hair do anything for you, or is that a turn <laughs> Oh, absolutely not. No. So you don't like any man with hair? Like you don't? What about like um, I don't know, Ian Asbury from the Cult? <laughs> what about Marilyn Manson in 1996? There, no, there is one man that I would that I have. That I can recall that I ever allowed to have long hair, and that was Anthony Kiedis. Would you let him rub his hair between your legs? Oh, sure. I'm not Sam. <laughs> so the right hair—that's what we're trying. That's what we were trying to get at. As a rule, I'm not a fan of long hair. Right. What if Brian decided to grow his hair long? He used to have long hair. I believe it. He probably had a mullet at one time too. He did. No, no, he never. Had I a did. Mullet. I did for a very short time. He Please did show us. used to have long hair though when he was when he was younger and um. Uh, but now I can't, I can't picture it. Like I've seen pictures of him when he was young and it looked fine, but now I can't picture it. Wait a minute. You, you just can't come in here. Shut up, White Ice. Just shut the fuck up. Or else I'll have to shove something into your mouth to keep you quiet. Hey, Sam, why don't we shove this in his mouth? <laughs> no, shove this in his mouth. He big. <laughs> Sam Whitemoon, you're a disgrace to you. I said shut up, old man. Your Uncle Benjamin was just here. He's one of the best men I know. Hard to believe the same blood flows in your veins. I guess you don't hear so good shit, face. I said shut up! We're just here to do a little shopping, that's all. We didn't get everything we needed last time we were in. You asked us to leave. Remember, old man? You were stealing things. We're stealing things now. Why don't you ask us to leave? Front of the base? Yeah, why don't you run us out of town, Sheriff? Ask us nice. Say please. Pretty please with sugar on it. <laughs> like, like I said, the guy just died, so I hate bashing his character. But, like, what is with the store owner saying... Your uncle's one of the finest men I know. It's just, dis- you're disgusting to think that <laughs> the same blood flows through your disgusting veins. <laughs> Why would you talk like that to a guy holding a shotgun? Right. <laughs> who, who clearly is not a pillar of society. I think he didn't expect him to actually shoot. I mean, and honestly, when he does shoot him, it is an accident. Yeah. Uh, yeah I guess. No, 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 not him. It's well, a- the lady, the wife. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, when he shoots him, it's on purpose. But when well, he shoots yeah. his wife, it's an accident. And mm-hmm. I, I I, don't think he expected it. I figured he thought he was all bite, no bark. All, I'm sorry, bark, all no bark, bite. no bite. All bark. That, you know. Yeah. Um, He's Clive Barker. <laughs> he was just being a disrespectful kid, you know. Um, I, I don't think he expected him to actually follow through with any of his threats. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I agree. That, that, yeah. Yeah, when he shot Rodney, that was definitely an accident. <laughs> Rodney? It took me a minute because I was like, 
I was like, Rodney. Oh, yeah, Rodney. Oh, yeah, his <laughs> wife looks like Rodney Dangerfield. I forgot. <laughs> I almost called her Rodney Queen. And then I was like, oh, it's so funny because she's like Rodney Queen. But then I'm like, no, he's not talking about Rodney King. He's talking about Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could beat her like Rodney King. <laughs> so, so he goes, so Sam Whitemoon. Now, the, the amazing thing about him, if you're wondering what's, what, why anybody would be obsessed with this guy, it's his, it's his lines and the ridiculousness of all of it. This is so bad it's good. That, you know, I will admit <laughs> that this segment, you know, if anybody's trying to, like, throw quality to the mix here, I, I don't know if it's good quality. I really don't. I'm not aware of it that way. To me... It's nostalgia, right? It's... I always enjoyed it. I, I genuinely think this is good. But in some way, it's so 80s and... and it, this is not technically high quality. Does that make any sense? Yeah, no, it does. Uh, and I'll tell you, it was a long time before I even liked this uh, this segment. When the movie first came out, and for years after, I thought it was boring. And um, I was just, I would just watch it and wait for it to get to the next part. <laughs> and now, though, I have grown to have an appreciation for it, and I do actually enjoy it. But it took a while. It took a while. Oh, absolutely. And it's, I think the reason we do, it's, this guy is amazing. This Sam Whitemoon, these lines he has, it is really great. You couldn't write something like this. But well, apparently you, but you can. Did. All right, you can. <laughs> Somebody did. Maybe Romero for that matter. I think yeah. Stephen King, didn't, they, didn't I say it earlier he wrote Oh, it? yeah. King did write it. Romero was he involved. He wrote the stories, but Ro- Romero wrote the screenplay. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, Romero. Right. Hey, there you go, buddy. Good job. Could, could have been either or. But, yeah, I mean. Yeah, like one of the greatest lines ever is. Is this all the cash you got? That's all. Empty your pockets. Look, I haven't got it. Empty your fucking pockets, asshole. Or I'm going to ask my buddy here to bring me something off the hardware shelf that I can use to slice off your fingers. Yeah. Yeah. How amazing. Like, and I love it. The deli- everything about it is perfect. Look at this. Look at this, sweetheart. Tell me this ain't a movie star. What are you kidding? Yeah, they gotta make me a movie star. Hey, as soon as they see this hair, they're gonna say, Sam, get over here. Get in front of these cameras. There's a hundred million women out there just waiting to run that hair between their legs. Nine years it took me to grow this hair, man. I'm not just fucking around here. I'm going to Hollywood, man. And this hair is going to get me paid and laid. Over here, lady. Over here, lady. Over here, lady. Over here, lady. Yeah, like you could do this forever. That was really good. Over here, lady. It's so great because all the skeleton crew members... uh, on the on the Facebook group page, like Jared 
posted something about Creepshow 2 or... Oh, no, I posted the picture of Sam Whitemoon. And then everybody just started doing every line from him. Yeah, like, don't yeah. you understand this is catching on? I am a visionary. Do you understand that? I said this in 2012, <laughs> goddammit. And now everybody can realize that Sam Whitemoon is amazing. I want full credit! <laughs> I discovered this guy 30 years later, but I did it. Yeah, Sam White. We should have him on the show. Oh, I, I tried already. I tried contacting him, but nothing. I don't, uh, shit, did I? Oh, no, I didn't. I just found his, his actual real name by going on IMDb. You know what to do, Alex? <laughs> let's, let's, let's continue what we did. You know how you fucked up and you forgot to put the creep show intro to last show? You put it here. Right. Okay. After we finish this. We can have Sam White Moon give us the introduction to the next show. <laughs> yeah, because I did a Sam White Moon intro. And it was the emptier fucking pockets, asshole. <laughs> now, he has another great line. And, you know, a lot of people might not even realize this is amazing. But it is because he's so obnoxious that it's amazing. He goes, this thing work? And he goes, what? <laughs> and he takes his gun and clobbers something <laughs> on the shelf. And he goes, boom! The photo machine doesn't work! This thing work? The photo machine does it work? Yes. And he goes, Yeah. (laughs) I know it sounds so stupid, but when you watch it again, you're gonna think it's amazing. I, I, I'm with you. I do. You don't have to convince me. Maybe some of the listeners, not me though. Maybe Jamie. No, I think Jamie's on board too. I just yeah, she realized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does this work? What? Boom! The photo machine doesn't work. This thing work? The photo machine doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so great. Or Ray is filling his depends at that point. (laughs) Oh my god! A fucking firebird. Yeah, everything. (laughs) Everything is amazing. (laughs) And, And it took him nine years to grow that hair. Now, Dave, you've grown your hair pretty long. It went down to your shoulders. You looked like John Lennon at one point. How long do you think Sam White Moon is growing that hair? Do you believe him? Do I believe nine years? Um, yeah, I do. At his age, definitely. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Ask Jamie, though. Girls, they know a lot more about uh, hair length and how fast it grows and shit like that. Oh, yeah, nine. Yeah, I believe. I buy that for that length. Yeah. Would, Would you guys agree that, let's just say Jamie, you know, she doesn't like his hair very much. Would you say that the main problem is that he parts it down the middle would you, would you say that's probably the the thing throwing everything off here like who does that yeah that's the look though is it who parts what else are you gonna do with that's it? a native gonna, look was he gonna cut in some bangs i mean and <laughs> what else he's gonna do with it like, other but than... who who that has long hair parts it down the middle uh crystal gale <laughs> what? <laughs> I think if Sam's hair was all pulled, why didn't he pull it back into a ponytail? Why didn't he part it on the side like Marilyn Manson? Like, why go down the middle? That's a thing, I think. How about like Opie, where he just combs it straight back? <laughs> I think that's the thing, though. I think I think that's a traditional Native American hairstyle. That's what I think it is. I don't know. Jamie, what do you think? We, I, I always say that when I'm you know, about like historical facts and shit. Yeah, like she that. seems to know these things. Yeah. 
I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. I can tell you that Native Americans did have guns, though. Yeah, I could too. <laughs> now I could. A few months ago, I had no idea. Did you know my buddy here was rich? Well, his old man's rich. His old man bought my buddy here a firebird, man. A fucking firebird that's going to fly us all to Hollywood, USA. And one more step and blam! One more step and blam! The one guy's annoying, though. Who, fat stuff? Yeah, when he's trying to act tough and he just... Pretty please, with sugar on it. Yeah, he annoys me like... Why don't you run inside of town on a rail, Sheriff? <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like him. Yeah. I like how he enters the room and he opens the beer can by just pushing it with his finger. Loco! Oh, how about that? The thing that was on everyone's television. <laughs> yeah, they're all watching the same show. Right. Why would anyone be watching that? I like that, though. That's great. <clears throat> That's the only thing. They have really poor reception where they are. That's all they could get. Loco Poncho. That's true. And yeah. how about that, that they say Poncho in there, and then the other guy in the next segment, his name is Poncho. That's right. Yeah, isn't that something? Yeah. Loco! Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then the, the hitchhiker is wearing a Poncho. I, do, I don't I don't know if he is or not. I don't remember. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's like the ashtray for this one. There's no ashtray like there was in part one being passed around. So uh -huh. for Creepshow 2, it's a poncho. It shows up in all three. Yeah, uh, maybe. One way or the other. We're going to Hollywood, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I like how he's talking to himself while he's taking pictures of himself, too. That was great. Yeah. So, so he shoots his wife for no real reason. Accidentally. Only be. Think about this. He shoots her just because uh, the guy was trying to not let the fat stuff steal his bag from him. Remember, he kept on like <laughs> holding it over his head and behind his back, and <laughs> just so fat stuff wouldn't grab it. Like you're right. telling me, you couldn't get that bag, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're sitting there with a, apparently a, a, a 61 year old man. Because what? This was tw 29 years ago. A 62 year old man, and you couldn't get a bag out of him. I find that hard to believe. He's worthless. Yeah, he's worthless. Fat stuff. That's why he's a slave. You know? <laughs> I gotta take and my... sadly, the hitchhiker is not wearing a poncho. <laughs> he's just wearing a regular raincoat. I did post a picture. Damn. And uh, clearly, OJ does not wear a raincoat. He has two kids. <laughs> if it doesn't, it doesn't fit. You must have quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about that? Hey, look, it fits. <laughs> he couldn't wear the poncho. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the glove it didn't fit him. Yeah, OJ doesn't wrap it with a glove. No glove, no love. <laughs> So, uh, uh, yeah, so, okay, here's my big complaint. You know, and here's the thing. I always try to convince... You ever you ever watch something and you know it's wrong, but it's one of your favorite movies, so you try to convince yourself that this works? Is it right? You ever do this? Okay, here, okay, here's a prime example, then you'll get what I mean more. These gunshots to these this couple is ridiculous. It's almost like a non-gunshot. Nothing actually comes out of the gun. Nothing actually explodes in their bodies. You just eventually, their clothes seem to absorb this this buckshot of blood in their bodies. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Have you watched this that closely or is it just me? Because I'm obsessed with Sam White Moon. Mm, I don't know that I have. Really? When he shoots Martha, there's not even a hole in the side of her, her dress. It's just nothing. 
Isn't there something? There's blood. There's something. No? It just starts eventually soaking up with a buckshot of blood. Okay. I guess that seemed like enough. Move, lady, or I'm gonna blow off your old man's agobishis! Wow, and, and fucking Howard Burger's on the set. Mmm, burger. They got a fucking effects guy. What mm -hmm. the fuck? Yeah, that's crazy. Nothing. It's amazing. It's horrible. Huh. I do like the way she falls, though, I'll tell you that. that on, the, dramatic... on the sack of potatoes or something? No, 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 no. Her style, how she falls slow, that dramatic fucking collapse. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah, I like the way that scene. How at first she's, you know, paralyzed after the shot. And the way that whole that, that whole scene plays out, I love it. And the and the way George looks when he's walking towards her, he he, he looks so fucking helpless. And he almost looks like a, a baby in diapers learning to walk. He's like waddling. <laughs> You feel bad for him because he 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 completely was fucking still in love with his wife after all this oh, yeah. time. Even though she looked morphed into Ronnie Day, he probably thought she was hilarious. <laughs> she don't get no respect now. <laughs> He's like, hey, Martha, can you take off that green dress any more pockets? You look like a pool table. Uh, <laughs> I don't think this is cheesy at all. I I feel nostalgia for this yeah. because I saw it at the movies, so I remember that. And uh, yeah, yes, yeah, so I was always into this this episode. I love you. Hey. Fat Stuff pukes at the sight of these murders. Because, you know, he thinks he's a tough guy, but he really has never gotten down like that. Sam White Moon just went hardcore. Shit just got real. He just murdered Ronnie Dangerfield and her husband. <laughs> it is unbelievable to him. And he throws up, and then he goes, Let's go, Fat Stuff. We got some money that needs spending. Holy Jesus. I've never seen nothing like that before. Yeah. Well, now you've seen it. Now you're going to forget it. Well, now you've seen it. And now you're <laughs> going to forget it. <laughs> like, yeah. How could you not love everything about this guy? <laughs> I'm with you there. <laughs> now you've seen it, and now you're going to forget it. Like, amazing. Uh, and he's like, and just like Dave said earlier, he's like, I need my slave with me wherever I go. I'm going to Hollywood, Fats. Hollywood. You mean all of us? Me too? I wouldn't leave you behind, Fat Stuff. Shit, man. I gotta have my slave with me wherever I go. Hollywood. And it's so funny that when he says that to Fat Stuff, because he goes, Hollywood, he goes, yeah. We're going to Hollywood, man. And he goes, me too. And he goes, of course you too, man. I got my slave with me wherever I go. And you would think that fat stuff would be like, uh, that's how you think of me? Or or something. Right. Fat stuff is not even phased by him saying that. He just looks around and goes, Hollywood. And then he goes back out and goes outside to get in the car. Yep. He doesn't even care that somebody just said, you're only around because you're my slave. <laughs> That's all he has in life. It's his ticket out. All right. I saw a little look at his existence, especially when you go back to where he lives. Right, it's right. It's not like he has a whole lot to look up, to look forward to. <laughs> and do you think he's got a chick? Oh, no. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. He has no reason. He has nothing tying him down. I don't think uh, his boss will be calling him Monday. You can't even feel sorry for him either. You, know, you want to. Ordinarily, if someone said that, you know, I got to have my slave with me everywhere I go. 
human nature makes you want to feel sorry for that person, but because this guy is such a fucking dirtbag, yeah, you don't even like care. <laughs> yeah, I bet he was the kind of kid who would get a job as a paper boy and just throw away the inserts. Oh, that's fucking low, Jamie. Oh, damn. You know, I bet if Dave was not married, his life would not be far from fast. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me that uh, it would be almost identical. Uh, but only by choice, of course, because that's how Dave rolls. Yeah, that's right. You, you would know. totally do that by choice, which is this part I'm still trying to figure out. <laughs> I know. So uh, as Sam, oh, Sam just delivers more and more amazing lines as he leaves the store, and he shoots Chief Woodenhead, which really pisses him off. Not only did oh. he kill his master, but now you shot me. <laughs> and he's like... No pussy-ass red men, isn't that what he says? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And no pussy-ass red men either. <laughs> We're out of here, man. We're out of here for good. No more of this bullshit, man. No more eating dust for a living. There ain't no dust in Hollywood, man. And there ain't no fucking tribe of Tom and Wimpy-ass red men, neither. doesn't get any better and that was another line that people quoted on our facebook like everybody (laughs) knows this stuff because it's amazing so now the chief wooden head gets shot essentially he comes to life he just gets off of his his wooden thing he's on or whatever and then he puts uh paint on his eyes i think Mm -hmm. and then he just screams like he sounds like a train like a choo-choo train like Like, I don't even know what that was, that whole scream you did. I think it's kind of chilling. It is. I was going to say, it's scary. Yeah. It is. It is. Now. That is, and the other guy, when he gets killed, is. Well, this is. This is well, before you even get there, this is more debated than Friday the 13th Part 2 with how did Jason find Alice? Now, how did Chief Woodenhead know where all three of these guys live. How could he have possibly found them all? I mean, it's clearly supernatural, so uh, there you go. Magic. Because Freddy. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Oh, how about the Indian? He's like... <gasps> <laughs> it looks like he's scared. It's, it looks like his response is half scared, half fucking anger. He's like... <gasps> The you, noise he makes. You can't oh. get a read on <laughs> Wait, why do these guys, why do you think they hang out with Sam Whitemoon? He's cool. He's got swagger, man. Right, but do you think eventually they'd be like, you know, I thought Sam was cool, but he's just like crazy, man. Like, I don't want to hang out with him anymore. And do you think Sam basically forces them to hang out with him? Maybe. I mean, they probably don't have a whole lot of option. There doesn't seem to be a lot of people in this town. You know, Fast Stuff clearly has low self-esteem. And uh, maybe they're a rich kid. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't have a lot of friends because people resent him. Or maybe he's a dick, you know? <laughs> and, he, and Sam's the only person to hang out with him because Sam clearly latches on to him because he has money. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So uh, Fat Stuff, I got, you know, we joked about it with Dave 
that would be where he lives. But you know what? That trailer, there is a coziness to it. You know, there's that dirty 80s uh, coziness to a guy just like walking around, crushing a beer can, just throwing it in front of his trailer. Because, you know, it doesn't look bad enough. Reminds me of that fat guy's house in Cujo. Oh, right. Yeah, like he's the mechanic's best friend and he's like the the fat guy. He's the, oh, you guys wouldn't know. You guys ever watch Sheriff Lobo? Lobo. Oh, Sheriff Lobo. It is a cozy, nice life. You just sit on your little, like, lazy boy and watch TV. Fuck yeah, if you're not going to get laid, you may as well just sit around and get wasted and do that shit. Yeah, I do that now and I still get laid. It's actually a great, I have like a, I have like a whole world going on. Really great. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, it's really the only way to go. So, here's what really baffles me about fast stuff. He's supposed to be getting, like, rushing around the house, packing, because they're going to Hollywood. You would think there's a, a, a slight sense of urgency, but no. What does he have to take? <laughs> I don't know, but something. <laughs> you can't take his house. Hey, you only take what's on his back. Got some empty beer cans, some fucking dirty dishes. Porno magazine, a jar of mustard. That nudie pic that they keep showing that's <laughs> the, of the chick. That's it. That's all he's got. And a little shitty TV. So you think, you think that... And a greasy chair. So you think this was uh, actually accurate? That That is what he would be doing. I think he probably went home, looked around and said, yep. And then said, well, I guess I'll watch some TV. You know, kill some time before they get here. <laughs> I don't think he was in any hurry because he reluctantly was going. May as That's well finish I... this shit I've got in the refrigerator, whatever <laughs> the fuck it is, because I don't want it to go bad. Yeah. Can you imagine the beer he was drinking? Holy shit. Um, fucking mildew, you know? Old Milwaukee. Now, how about this? You know, this might be looking a little too far into this. Rich boy wouldn't be rich after he left. You know, his parents are rich. Right. So You're what right. the hell good is he at that point? If he has a car. That's it. That's it, huh? Wheels, man. You remember, don't you remember what it was like when you were that age? You know, how, how if somebody had wheels, they had friends. You, you If right. people took the ride with the biggest losers, they wouldn't give a fuck. The fucking, the hottest young girls would ride with the biggest fucking douchebag as long as he was fucking older and had a car. That's that's what it's well, about. Sam you got a White car Moon was... Yeah, you're right. Sam White Moon was actually 24 years old when all this happened. So at 24 years old, I guess Sam didn't have much going for him, technically. No, he was living on a broke fucking reservation. Right. Think about it. They, they were so poor, they couldn't fucking pay anybody. You saw how local lives. They give people, what, a, what turquoise, James? <laughs> local. I mean, yeah, turquoise. Yeah, turquoise. Turquoise jewelry. <laughs> yeah, fucking trinkets. <laughs> how could this idiot think? How could Ray Spruce think that he's getting a good deal out of it? What's he gonna do? Put it, put it on fucking eBay after two years? <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna buy it? Nobody would buy it. It's right. worthless. There's no Craigslist. Y'all, no, you take it to a collector, to a jeweler. I'm telling you, this shit is expensive. Mm. Okay. I promise. I promise. Yeah, you're right, jewelers. Yeah, if it's good shit. Yeah, if it's good, then yeah, they can they can sell it. So fat stuff. Hanging out, knocking back some brews his last night and wherever they are before he goes to Hollywood. And uh, he gets <laughs> shot with arrows <laughs> while he's just sitting there watching TV. And, like, uh, the arrow goes through his, his beer can in his hand. And then 
it goes through something else, I forgot, and then it goes through his head. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. You don't have to see too much. What you see is enough. And I think even the shot... This is another weird thing. I wonder if this movie was like uh, PG. Much like the bullshit gunshot. I don't think you see these arrows actually penetrate his body. You sort of hear them while they're showing other parts of the room. And then you just hear like... And then they show him afterwards. And then you see the beer can like foaming. And even the headshot is not on screen. So I think that's very odd. But we could appreciate it as artistic, I suppose. But, um, you know, it's... I don't know. You know, I don't know either. Yeah, I don't think anyone examines that too much. Not in this movie. Yeah, like we said, they're all watching Loco and Poncho continuously. The parents, him. Even Sam Whitemoon, oddly enough, is watching this. Uh, So the Firebird gets destroyed. Andy comes out to his amazing car and he gets an axe into his head. And that's how he dies. Uh, but again, it's only the shadow of it happening. I I don't know what's going yeah. on there. Like, what the fuck is happening with with this movie? Is it what rating is this? Can we find out? It's R. It, it it's is? rated R. I'm telling you. Yeah, I saw this. You know, fucking when it came to the yeah, show. Yeah, it's rated it. R. Yeah. What? Why are we not seeing anything? I don't know, but I remember being at the theater and thinking about it, even saying, "Hmm." Yeah. The last one had more. I think that could have been a budgetary thing. You know, you show the shadow, then you don't have to. I don't know. That's just a theory. Uh, yeah, I, I believe you. I don't. But yeah, maybe it was all money. Maybe I don't know. It's a shame, though, considering. I know they're following up a fucking. And uh, you don't even see what we're about to say next. Sam Whitemoon. You know. Uh, this thing is in his house. Also, think about when this was. This was 1987. Yes, it was rated R, but rated R was very different in 1987 than it is now. Think about all the slasher films that came around in, like, 87. Think about the the, the Friday the 13th around that time and how neutered they were. R7 was totally neutered. Exactly. So I this it was a very different time. So rated R didn't mean then what it means now. You know, it's weird. I just said Sam Whitemoon, and at the same exact time, Jared posted something in the Skeleton Crew page, and his picture came up. Of, you know, his thing is, is Sam Whitemoon. Oh, saying, that's funny. Saying there ain't no dust in Hollywood or something like that. Oh, wow. Nice, <clears throat> nice. Yeah, you know what? It, it's true. This 87, the MPAA was having a field day. Yeah. That, that's true. That, that was the time, unfortunately. So I may, that could be the reason, quite simply. Yeah, see, we we really got to use our imaginations for this segment. Sam Whitemoon, not much happens. You know, he sees the Indian, runs around, hangs out, you know, runs into the bathroom. You can't be real. Yeah, you don't believe he's <laughs> oh. real. He's like, what the fuck are you doing here? You're not real. <laughs> but, you know, he's not real, but he's still going to run away from him. <laughs> Instead of just trying to touch and see if it goes, his hand goes through him or something. Sam runs into the bathroom and gets... It's a pretty cool thing. He's trying to go through the window, and the thing punches through the wall, grabs yeah. him by his classic long hair, and um, scalps him. Yeah, while they play the psycho music. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, isn't that funny? But that scream is scary. Also. <laughs> and it fades. Oh. Did Indians really scalp people? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, what does this entail exactly? Does this mean that they grabbed you by your hair and, and like, ran a knife over your hair and cut it all off? Or did they actually stab into your head and ring around your hairline and 
peel the skin off the like your skull. It was very brutal. I mean, we're um that sounds horrible. We're talking yeah, I mean, well, we're talking like using a a stone tomahawk. Your the, the top of your head would come off with it frequently. It wasn't as easy as just peeling the skin off. Like they would take off the top of your head, like just a, you know. So you'd pretty much die if you, you Oh, if not pretty much. You're fucking dead. It was an extremely brutal way to die. So they basically chopped the top of your head off at an angle, seemingly trying to get your hair off, but you would have... Oh, yeah. I mean, they just... Yeah, I mean, it was just by any means necessary. Pretty much I'm getting this. And, um, I mean, I got... Um, there were times when... I think there were actually... I want to say I've heard a story about someone who survived a scalper. That what happened was they did just... That's weird. I just typed in scalping and it said scalping survivors. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, um, damn, look shit. at this. Holy shit. No, I thanks. mean, so you, you know, can, because there are times when this, you know, when they would just take the skin, but a lot of times it would be, it would, they would take the top of the head. I mean, just the top of your scalp, I mean, scalp, the top of your skull, just the top of your skull went with it. Yeah. I don't know, but I'll tell you, the old man knew that fucking Sam White Moon was scalped. He saw that shit. How about that? So the the old guy who gave the jewels to this guy, you know, he wakes up with them in his hands and he don't go, what the fuck? You dishonored us. He don't say that. He just, uh, you know, he, nothing. And uh, <laughs> he just gets up and he goes to the place. I guess he's going to say, hey, why'd you give my stuff back? I don't know. He didn't seem that upset about it. No, he was happy. Shit. Yeah. He drives back there and he... He doesn't even bother to go in the store. He just looks at Chief Woodenhead, sees hair, random hair, uh, to his knowledge, <laughs> and then just, you know, says something to him, like, Ahoyate, Chief Woodenhead, you know, whatever. And then he just leaves. No investigation, not even curious as the gunshots <laughs> through the windows or anything like that. He don't give a fuck. He fucking has his jewels back. <laughs> and why go there if you're not going to look for your buddy? Yeah, that's weird. It's because my theory might be right. He, he he hired Sam White Moon to do it. So as soon as he saw that hair, he fucking knew because Sam was famous for that hair. So he saw that hair and he knew that it was Sam and he's like, oh, wow. Looks like the plan got foiled. Then I got my jewels back. All right. No, it's weird to me that Sam put so much stock into his hair. It seems to me that, like, when I think of Indians from the old days, they all have that hair. <laughs> like, I don't think there's anything unique about Sam White Moon's hair. <laughs> Right? Like, when you picture Indians, don't they all sort of look like that? Once, once upon a time, yeah. Okay, so why why would he go to Hollywood out of all of them? I don't know. I guess he's the only one that has nice hair. Everybody else cut their hair. <laughs> oh, no. I, maybe he's the only one who wanted to. I don't know. I mean, Yeah, that... but like, I don't want to go to Hollywood. So the wraparound story is um, Billy gets a Venus flytrap in a mail order, in a, like, mail order or something. Oh, wait, are, are we grading the segments, or oh, are I not yeah, doing sorry. that this time? Okay. Oh, yes, we'll grade this. Absolutely. All right, guys, so now we're going to... I think this one's called Chief Woodenhead. How do you guys rate... Okay, let's start doing this gimmicky shit. How many bones out of five do you give old Chief Woodenhead? Chief Woodenhead? Okay, I'll, I'll say it then. Four bones. Four bones. Right. Yeah. I will agree with that. Wow. All right. That's awesome. I really like this one. Yeah. I can't say I don't love this. I really, you know, 
I do have those problems with the MPAA, once again, my worst enemies in the world, who tell me what to think and what to see. Fuck you. Those scumbags. Yeah, fuck them in the PMRC. They just needed to get laid. And the OBGYN, too. <laughs> Assholes. I told me I ought to get laid. <laughs> that's that's uh, Billy. Wrong, wrong, wrong creep show. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Billy. He had to get laid. Wow, Billy. There was a girl named Billy. Yeah, they're all about Billy. Billy's the fucking... The name in horror, huh? Wait, what was it people were complaining to me about that I, I nitpicked? Oh, why the creature would be alive in the crate that is so nitpicky? Do you really think so? I told you. <laughs> Do you realize we have to come up with things to talk about? Like, is it really that like odd to you that I, I wondered how something would live in a box for, what did I say, 150 years? Yes, in a comic book, yeah, I guess you wouldn't wonder these things. But now that you're putting it to film with real live people, it... It raises questions. That's right. It's like, how did Chief Wooden have nowhere to go to find those guys? Like you said, I had no answer. Yeah, well, guys, we have to fill time here. You have to understand that. I think we're doing a pretty good job of that lately. <laughs> we already spent <laughs> two hours on a 23-minute segment. Well, Chief Wooden had. <laughs> we literally somehow talked about this more than, like, about eight times as long as it is. I guess you're enjoying yourself, Alex. <laughs> I, I am. I hope this. I hope this plays well to people. I know, I know it doesn't play well to Jamie because she's actually posting on the Skeleton Crew right now. Relevant things. Relevant things. Hey, that's fine. Hey, listen. That's fine, Jamie. At least it's the Skeleton Crew, right? Yeah. I mean, she's still in tune with what's happening here. Uh, hold on. I have to respond to this email. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one of you two is worse. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, I got to say I love this one. I really do. Yeah, I, I have those. How would you know I was doing that if you weren't paying attention? Because I'm still looking at a computer. <laughs> I do need to use Skype. The uh, yeah, I give it a five out of five. I mean, there are. I mean, maybe I could say four point five out of five, just to be truly accurate. Because I really uh, the kills and the fake gunshots and stuff like that. That sort of bothers me. But I really do love everything. Else. So wait, what did you give it? 4.5 out of 5. Oh, okay. So, okay, yeah. That sounds about Only right. Only because of that. I mean, I do love it, but... Sounds about right. It would have been more perfect if you could really get better effects. Mm-hmm. Still here, kiddies? Well, if old Chief Woodenhead didn't drive you away, you might enjoy this next splintering tale. Whittle from the same warm wood. <laughs> It's a splashy little ditty about some people who are left stranded without a paddle on a sea of blood. This bubbly bonbon is titled The Raft. The second story is The Raft. This is a unique tale. One that you couldn't even... It's almost as if it's just real. And you couldn't even come up with something like this because the logistic is let's drive really far away from where we live. I think they even like mentioned how long they were driving and it was like an extremely long amount of time 
let's drive like two or three hours to go to a lake and stand or sit on a raft <laughs> made out of wood. Like, what would possibly be the appeal here? Like, I can't even begin to imagine why I would ever do this. Have you never, I mean, basically they're spending the day there. That's uh, like, you know, spending the day at the lake. Yeah, they're parking. Yeah. Right. They just want a place to fucking get high and hopefully get laid. That's it. They just want to park somewhere and fucking party. And I guess I heard about this place where there's a raft in the middle of the fucking water. Let's go and swim out to it. I don't know. They're kids. Shit, don't you wish it was that Did you notice also that she's wearing a Horlicks University sweatshirt? Yes. (laughs) That's cool, isn't it? Yeah. A little tie-in. And did you guys notice that... Remember the comic book in the beginning when they show it? The Creepshow comic book? Yeah. Okay? You know what that is? Did you, is it the, it's, it's, it's the part one. It's the fucking little boy giving the fuck... Really? It's the last. It's the last shot of Creepshow 1 when he's like, I want another shot, Dad? And he's putting the fucking thing, the needle and the voodoo doll, and it turns into the fucking comic book and the movie ends. That's what this comic book actually is in this movie. So they're going in water... That is, seems to be right about to freeze. And it's like 45 to 50 degrees. And if you jump in this water, your heart might stop. <laughs> is what Poncho tells everybody. Right. Is that true? Because what about the polar bears and stuff like that? How come like a hundred guys could run into freezing water and none of them die? I don't know. Every time he says that, I think of the polar bears. You know what those are, right? Yeah, well, that's polar bears. They're they're built for that shit. No, he means the people who dive into ice, like icy water. Oh, sorry. The club, the polar bear club, is what he's referring to. Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry. I, no, I'm sorry. I, I spaced out for a second. My bad. Okay. You know they got fur. <laughs> they're mammals. <laughs> well, so are we. I know, but they got they're thick-skinned mammals. Jamie has pretty thick skin. Uh, you have to hang around. Yeah. I have another fascination. You know, I know this is getting weird because they're both guys, but mm. I'm almost as fascinated with with Rick as I am with Sam Whitemoon. Here, I don't even know his name. Is it Rick? Randy. <laughs> well, Randy, Rachel. Lo- oh, Deke. Deke? Deke? Yeah, Deke. That's weird. He's a fucking Deke. <laughs> I'm almost as fascinated with Deke as I am Sam Whitemoon. What is it then, Randy? I mean, what is it? I, I, I don't know. I can't get worried about it, man. I mean, uh, no matter how hard I try, I just can't get worried about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Besides, Poncho, I don't believe in oil slicks, man. I only believe in what I can smell and taste. And <laughs> Jamie, now, would you let him... Let's see, what reference did he make in this episode? Whatever yeah. he said, would you do that with him? No. He's a jerk. What? He's not... No, I, I'm just not attracted to that kind of guy. You know, he's... Really? Yeah, yeah he's dude. kind of an ass. Right, he's like it's like Johnny from the Karate Kid or something. Oh, and I actually thought Johnny was hot. But, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, but he's a bigger dick than this guy. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but I don't know. There was something. Maybe it was that skeleton costume. 
<laughs> I don't know. But no, I mean, he's an okay looking, like he's a good looking guy, but I don't, I've never liked men that were overly muscular, uh, like, or super cut. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, baby, except for Brian. Um, <laughs> I've, uh, and I just don't like assholes, you know, and this guy is a dick. So, yeah, and it's a turnoff. It's a huge turnoff. Like, I don't even care what you look like. If you have that kind of attitude, then I'm not interested. What I never have fuck? been, even as a kid. And how, what, how could you like Johnny? That means a, a I don't know. Worse. I don't know. There's it's something like, well, about him. Saddam Hussein, you know, he's an <laughs> asshole. He's an <laughs> asshole, but, but that Adolf Hitler, you know what? <laughs> I would have done him. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, he could offer like a mustache ride, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, so could Saddam Hussein, so... <laughs> Huh. So, it, um, so I don't know what it is. I don't know. Books. I don't know what it is about Johnny, but um, something about Johnny let me. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but anyway, Deke. No, I never thought he was. Uh, to be honest, I always thought Randy was kind of cute. Oh my you god! You like Poncho? I was expecting her. Yeah, to say- he was a sweet guy, except for when he started like raping her. Um- <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. Wait a minute. Here's the thing. I'm not into that either. That's, you know, I don't think anybody who's like a huge horror fan is part of the jock brigade in high school. You know, none of us <clears throat> are really jocks in that way. But me and Dave love football. And, and, and there's a lot of people like Neil Leomi and all these other, and Jason Lloyd. We all love football and stuff like that. Um, and we would like to play, I'm sure, you know. Uh, so I guess we are jocks at heart or something. But uh, we wouldn't be douchebags if we were. But here's the thing. Something about Deke is incredible. He's so charismatic and looks like he'd be the greatest guy to ever hang out with in the summertime and and do exactly sort of what they were doing. You know, I, I, I actually would never do what they were doing, but just to hang out with him at the beach and stuff, it seems like the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> like, am I crazy? I, I think he's amazing. He's charismatic. I'll give you that. He does have a winning smile. And it I, I'll I'll say this. If I were to pass him in the hallway at school, I would probably think he was pretty hot. Okay. And then once I started talking to him, it would completely turn me off. That's mucho ecological. I mean illogical. Mucho illogical. Mucho illogical, Pancho. Mucho illogical. Oh, mucho ecological, Pancho. Mucho ecological. <laughs> Uh, yeah, to me, he looks like a blonde Christopher Reeves. I said the same thing. Wow. Really? Yes, when we were watching this, I said the same thing. Wow. I, I was going to say it again, but you beat me to it. <laughs> does, he, does he look like the kind of Christopher Reeves who would say, i never seen garbage garbage? Yeah. Or, or does he look like the... Uh, the one at the end in the wheelchair. Yeah, does he look like he's in a wheelchair? Doesn't that girl look like Carrie? So... <laughs> Seriously, don't you guys think that? Doesn't she remind you of fucking like oh, a yeah. movie? She could be fucking like another Carrie. Yeah, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, it's weird. What? I mean, Sissy Spacek. <laughs> Sigourney <Right>. Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> how about this? Let's get back to Deke, my man. Fuck. He's a jock, great character. He, he he just seems like the coolest guy to hang out with. Are you touching a, yourself right now? I am, as I say this. He has a hot <laughs> chick. He has a cool car. Good music. He gets high. 
He hangs out with nerds. So that yeah. means any of us could hang out with him at this point. You know, like he'll hang out with cool people and nerds. So we're somewhere in the middle. So we will definitely be in that car if if uh, push comes to shove. Oh, he's a pothead. He's cool. I already got a bond with him. The yeah. need for weed. He's he's cool. I like his fun energy. I love how everything's like the one of his greatest lines ever. Oh, I try, but I, I yeah. just can't. Yeah. No matter how I hard I try. I just can't get worried about it. <laughs> I just can't get worried about it. <laughs> it's great. I can't get worried about it, man. I mean, uh, no matter how hard I try, I just can't get worried about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that is the kind of person I, I would love to be and hang out with at the same time. <laughs> he reminds me of a friend of mine, actually. <laughs> <laughs> It's How about this? Like they get out of this the water that's freezing, and they have no towels at all. They just got to stand out in the open air, which is a hundred thousand times colder than the water. If cause I, you know, I we all know that, and they just got to stand there shivering until they dry off naturally. <laughs> Maybe the towels are in the trunk. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't do them any good when they're on the. The, you know, right. And oh, yeah. Somebody would say, well, dumbass, how could they get them there? But we all saw that Deke found a way to get his weed over there, and that was dry. Well, that's the answer. They were high. They wouldn't give a fuck. They just wanted them. Wait. Oh, yeah, you're right. Did you say weed went through the water? Mm-hmm. Well, he had it wrapped up in the in the, the bag, and he put it down his trunks. Oh, intentionally to keep it dry. Now, Jamie, would you go down and get that weed? <laughs> <laughs> It's weed, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck, I go down and get that weed if I had to. <laughs> hey, Deke, look, I know I've already sounded gay for you, but I'm going to do something right here. Because <laughs> this raft can get pretty boring in about ten minutes. Fuck yeah. So a floating garbage bag starts coming after them. <laughs> yeah, it is a garbage bag at first. He says, I don't believe in oil slicks, Pancho. How do you not believe in oil? He goes, oh yeah, oh Jamie, that's it. When he said, I don't believe what I can smell. Taste and touch. They're going to tell me that didn't turn you on. You wouldn't be with him when he did that. No, no, I don't know. No, do you know me? All right. <laughs> Have uh, we met? <laughs> yeah, but I'm still trying like, to sell. It's, it's like a I've, I am tur- I have always been turned on by the intellectuals. By the, I seriously, for what? Like Alex P. Keaton, huge crush on Alex P. Keaton when I was growing up. Um, I loved guys in suits. Like, the firm was, like, porn to me. Hmm. Um, I, it just, you know, I, that's just always been my That's mucho illogical. <laughs> so, was the ugly chick Poncho's girlfriend? Could you get a read on this? Cause that's what I, I thought. I've seen this, like, 50 times, and I don't know. I totally think so. I don't know. I wouldn't know if I'd classify them as like boyfriend girlfriend. It seemed to me like she was kind of new to the group. Like she didn't really know them all that well, and she clearly had like a crush on Deke. Like, did you watch her look um, at him? You're was right. the way she was looking at him. Like she yep. had a thing for Deke. You could tell. Wow, mm-hmm. I have a thing for Deke. I mean, Deke. I mean, Deke. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I also crazy. can't get with a guy who wears bathing trunks like that. I mean, yeah. Oh, or, give him a break. It's 1987. I don't. I don't care. I don't. I just. But I every can't. guy would be wearing it. Brian would be wearing those right in those. No, days. he wouldn't. Yes, he would. No, he's always been a box. I mean, a like a what do you call they it? They don't even? sell that stuff back then. But yes, they did. Otherwise, he wouldn't be the loser of the group. He wants to fit in with everybody else. <laughs> you got to wear those tidies. <laughs> 
No. I'm telling you. I never knew a real life man who wore those ever. Unless he was like 70 years old. For some reason, <laughs> for some reason, really old men like wearing those. I don't know why. Maybe it keeps their balls up where they belong. <laughs> they try. You know, they, they actually pass out Viagra to the old men in the in nursing homes to keep them from rolling out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> they just have to beat the old women away with a stick. <laughs> yeah, you can beat them off. Harass them at night. <laughs> So the nerd girl gets pulled into this thing. What do we call this blob? We know what this is. Do you know? No. Is this real? Well, no, no. Huh. No. Uh, that no. exists. <laughs> but I, no, I was just going to say it's very Lovecraftian. Yes, it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Don't ruin my favorite segment. Okay, well, for one, that is not uncommon in Stephen King's work. Stephen King is a huge Lovecraft fan, just like John Carpenter is. So, I mean, the, those Crap themes frequently pop up. But, you know, this is something that is, you know, timeless. Like, you really have no idea what it is. You don't know where it came from. You don't know how long it's been there. This is something that is not of our natural... I mean, we don't know what it is. They don't know what it is. It's like, this is not something that anyone has ever really seen before it's just a, some kind of weird monster can we get brian back on the show yeah like right now <laughs> well it's not of this world it's simple enough well i i have garbage bags under my sink i think it's from this world <laughs> <laughs> all right so the nerd girl was pulled in it was actually pretty iconic i gotta admit the way her arm stuck out and the you know the way <laughs> oh yeah it's cool yeah it's really cool it is really cool. They're all cool kills in this one. No doubt about it. You know what gets me is when she says it hurts. <laughs> yeah. I, that yeah, for, dude. Whenever anybody uh, is yeah, in any of like any movie, it's, whenever any anyone, slimy thing and they say it hurts. Yeah. yeah. Whenever anyone says something hurts when they're being attacked by for some reason, that just really strikes me. And it resonates it, with it. It does. It totally. does. Me too. Oh. You know, like in the beginning of Jaws, when Chrissy is when Chrissy's getting attacked, and she's like, "Oh God, it hurts! It hurts!" You know, <laughs> I mean, it, to me, it just adds that oh much God. more realism to it. He's killing me. He just swallowed my leg. Okay, this is getting weird. <laughs> I got a big question: Does the Annie Lansing does she throw up after she hits the uh, hitchhiker in the next segment? Because that would make three for three. I don't think so. Poncho throws up, just like the fat stuff. Uh, wh what? First, yeah, really? he, he throws up after he sees uh, Rachel get pulled into the water. Wow. So that's the second guy in this movie now to throw up at the sight of what's happening. I, <laughs> How about Jamie? Now this had to turn you on. I even I got wet when uh, the one girl. Oh no, her name is Rachel, the cool girl. When she was crying about this girl getting eaten by this thing, and then Deke comes over and he goes, "Take it, away, Rachel!" <laughs> Shut up! Think we can swim past it, Randy? No! Oh, listen, stop it, Roberta! I swear to God, I'm gonna smoke you. I mean it. I'm not kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he tells her I'm going to smoke you. What an asshole. <laughs> yeah, see, that say. right there is yeah. an example of how he is a dick. You know, mm -hmm. instead of instead of 
coming to her aid and comforting her and being, you know, I mean, because in a situation like that, goddamn, you know, you just want somebody to wrap his arms around you and... I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. I would just... All he was concerned about was being annoyed. And uh, exactly. I mean, you know, he, not only is he not consoling her, but he threatens <laughs> her with bodily harm. I mean, that is not... Uh, it's not a very caring guy. I swear to God, I'm going to smoke you. I, I, I don't think he's smoking weed at all. That's the <laughs> kind of guy that will never sleep in the wet spot. Aww. Or always sleep in the wet spot. No? And how about this? Do I have it backwards? Sleeping on the one spot's bad, right? Yeah. How about Deke <laughs> at one point? <laughs> I forgot where this thing is. I forgot where the garbage, floating garbage bag is. But at one point, Deke goes to make a run for it. He goes, I can beat this thing. I know I can beat it. And it actually looked like he could have. But did you, and you know, it was so unrealistic because it only takes 0.2 seconds for him to like take a couple steps and leap off but somehow Rachel <laughs> grabbed him <laughs> from uh jumping off and stopped him and because she stopped him he said no don't go blah blah because of that he was standing there and all of a sudden this thing grabs him from underneath the raft and begins to pull this guy in and this was one of the most heartbreaking deaths and I think in a horror film mm. to see the one of the coolest nicest thoughtful guys um just get pulled under that raft like that you couldn't be a more fun you know cheerful guy who just brings everyone's spirits up when you hang out with them <laughs> and that's what he is and to see him get pulled under the raft like that and that the saddest part ever was to see his class ring between those two i boards. thought that was a nice touch yeah that was cool one thing I think about whenever he gets killed is how that splintered wood must be ripping his skin apart when he's being dragged in the hole. Ugh. I mean, it's just shredding through his, although we don't see that. But you imagine, you know, like if your leg is being dragged down, because his leg, well, his leg was bent up, right, you know, yeah, right. um, and it's being dragged by this splintered wood. I mean, you know, it's just cutting gashes all in him. I mean, that just, to me, just looks very painful, That's the horrible. whole fucking thing. It's horrible. Although I don't understand how his hand gets to the point where it would be between two, it boards. would be between two boards. Uh, okay, Jamie, you just ruined that for me. <laughs> you finished it for me, which means you have thought about it. I guess I have, but I forgot how it would get between them. But they, <laughs> like, how? Oh my god! I don't know, but they should have swam those fuckers. Jamie just broke this whole thing wide open. <laughs> Wait, she told you what you already knew. I just, I knew it happened, but I forgot to wonder how. <laughs> I don't believe this. How did his hand get there? I can't even think that far. Oh, right? I got it. Maybe he was pulled into the big section, and then he then he went to reach. Yeah, that's like his hand slid, like slid down between the boards. And we just saw the part. Yeah, we didn't see that happen. We just saw it farther down. Does that make any sense? And that's how his ring ended up there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to give there. him the benefit of that doubt, you know, but that is something that has bothered me since I was a kid. You know what's bothered me since I was a kid? Is fucking... Psoriasis. That <laughs> 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 too. But, uh... <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. Huh? That's funny, though. That's a good one to pull out of the out of your ass, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Psoriasis. <laughs> uh 
No, how come that chick all of a sudden can't swim when they're fucking... Remember, she gets real slow and it's all dramatic. She's going along just fine at a regular pace. Then all of a sudden they get real dramatic. I'm not going to make it. That thing's getting closer to you. I can't, all of a sudden I can't swim. Well, she doesn't say that, but she's moving around like she suddenly can't swim. Come on, Rachel. Damn. And why didn't they both swim away? Not just him. When he tried to fucking run and jump off that raft and the girl stopped him, they both should have fucking booked it. That thing was busy fucking chomping up that chick. Yeah. They should have been gone right... If that was me, there'd be no hesitation. Yeah, once she was chomped up, you would have left. Yeah, yeah. that was dumb. And he, she's telling him, it hurts. That's that's my <laughs> cue again. Get the fuck out. Wow, I bet you they all would have survived. They should have. They really should have. Well, except maybe not Rachel, because she struck me as the kind of chick who would have just frozen. Like, she would have just been standing there on the... Right. On the on the thing, and they like the two guys would have jumped off and went, and they'd been gone, and she would have been standing there going, Deek, you know. <laughs> In which case, like she remember, I always want to call. Oh wait, Laverne was her name? Laverne? Oh, Laverne, yeah, yeah, it is Laverne. Okay. Laverne, because she Come always on, rem- Laverne. She always reminded me of Laverne, which I thought was funny. That she looks like a Laverne to me. Oh, I thought you meant Laverne, the real one from like fucking Laverne and Shirley. I'm like, I what? do. What? That girl reminds you of Laverne. Yeah. The dark-haired girl, the hot one? Uh, yeah. She looks like a Laverne to me. Not Laverne from Laverne and Shirley, though. Yes. What? Penny What's her Marshall. name? Penny? Yeah. Penny yes. What the fuck? Wow, I gotta look at that. And that's another comparison I guess we gotta do. <laughs> hey, Rodney Dangerfield and Laverne. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Only on this show. <laughs> and Christopher Reeves and... Uh... <laughs> and O.J. Simpson. No, Deke. Oh, oh and O.J. Simpson and the Hitchhike. <laughs> How about the chick wants to fuck Deke? And O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> O.J. Simpson. Picture of Christopher Reeves in the wheelchair versus O.J. Simpson in the wheelchair <laughs> from Naked Gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Are our brains working overtime tonight? <laughs> under time, I'm not sure. Are we getting paid time and a half? <laughs> under toe. <laughs> Tide oh pulled him. <laughs> yeah. What we brought up last time about the, the movie being cut because of the MPAA, uh-huh. it doesn't really hold water in the second and third segments because I was just thinking what a great fucking kill we got for the, the last kill. Well, not the last kill, not the fucking F you at the end, but the, the other, you know what I'm talking about? When. Who, who the hell gets grabbed? The girl? Yeah, the girl when he's the fucking... The girl, and yeah, so making okay, out, with tits and everything. And so Laverne is on the raft, sleeping. And Poncho is now watching the the bag of garbage floating around. And she sleeps. So he decides that she's so tired that she might not notice him lifting up her shirt and sucking on her tits. This is the hottest thing I've ever seen in my life. She's a dirty birdie. Did you ever watch porno? Never. Where <laughs> where um the girls like you ever see chloroform girls? No, I I've chloroformed girls myself, but no, I've never seen that. Okay. Well they actually fictionally chloroform girls, you know, you guys know what that is, you're horror fans. They they put a bottle of chloroform to a rag and then they, they over a girl's mouth and nose and what she does is she breathes in this this substance and what it does is knocks you out. Now I'm not really <laughs> yep. sure for how long 
or what they don't actually know while it's happening. I don't know the the actual details of it, but they they chloroform these girls and they fall asleep. And in the porno, then they ha- then they you know, take advantage of the women. It's real or it's an act. Oh, in the in the porno, it's an act. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. So yeah, it's called chloroform girls. You might want to look it up. So. There's, there's tons of porn about banging sleeping chicks. It's really weird. <laughs> That's what made you think of that because of that guy? <laughs> yeah, because he's... That pervert. <laughs> <laughs> so, is Poncho a classy guy? Or would you say he showed his true colors right here? That's kind of a scumbag move. <laughs> he probably figured she was a dirty whore and she would go with it anyway. That's what I get out of it. I don't. I just don't know of anybody who, in that particular situation, would think that was a good idea. Period. I mean, is that's what is that what's going to be on your mind? Well, if he thinks that he is, if that's the end of his life, maybe that's why. Maybe he's given up. So he's like, well, at least I'm going to, you know, fuck this girl before I die. Okay, maybe. Maybe I don't. Yeah, well, he it's... didn't get to the point of giving up. He went, he made a run for it. I don't know if he ever thought he'd given up. You see, would you? Okay, tell the truth, guys. Would you? If you were Poncho, so Jamie, you gotta be a guy right now. Would you go with the theory that this thing would be busy with another person and you could survive? Would you eventually take Rachel and throw her in the water and let this thing go after her and then t- just go take a run for it to the beach or a swim for it? No, I don't think so. I don't think I could do that to somebody else. How about you, Dave? Nah. I don't think I could. Maybe there's one person in the world I can do it to, but that's it. I know who she is. I know she is. You know what? She didn't ruin no Jason Part 2 poster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she knew no, better. But, she, right. she, she wouldn't make it to the raft. No, in all seriousness, no, no, I don't think I could do it. I don't, uh, I don't know. Uh, well, I, I can tell you this. as be- Even if my best friend was being eaten by this thing, I would say to myself, well, look, I can't do anything about it. The most I could do is jump in there and I would die. So at that point, I would take advantage of the situation. As bad as I feel, I'd cry all the way to the beach as I'm swimming, but I would still jump and try to save my own life. That's as far as I would go. Nothing wrong with that, right? No. Okay. So, uh, Dave, would you still get with her? Would you still, like, uh, make advances towards this uh, Laverne even though half her face was being peeled away <laughs> like would you still suck on her tit while you're looking up and you saw her face getting peeled off mm, no no couldn't do it would you put your hand on her pants maybe just to see what's doing yeah I couldn't suck her tit though okay it's too personal Jamie, if a guy had his half his face peeled away, would you still grab his dick? Just to see how big it is. No, probably just not because, like, all the screaming. You know, that's kind of a turnoff. I mean, yeah. Choose. Okay. You're right. The screaming is a turnoff. Like, why didn't he jump out of there the second he saw that? I, I don't understand anything. So, it still got him because he swam all the way to the shore and he didn't make it far enough inland. He didn't make it far enough in. So the thing reached out and grabbed him, and Poncho is dead. And then the camera cuts. That's like a comic bookish ending when you see him. It, it reminds me of the Blob a lot. When he he goes, he goes, I beat you, and then just comes out and grabs him, and he's done. And the next thing you see is the car, and it's just playing the music. 
and it's so eerie. Think about that. Think about the volumes that that scene speaks. Number one, this guy has an amazing battery in his car. <laughs> oh shit! Number two, he left the door open, so Jamie's getting annoyed. Jamie, remember? You Damn said right. Okay. Yeah, hell yeah, bothers the shit out of me. Right. And three, it shows that four people went out and were having a great time, partying, music, smoking a little doob. And now they're all gone. Just like that. Okay, God, I'm trying to have some emotional weight here. Can you go along with this? That's sad. <laughs> Make like you care about these people. Please, save me. No, it is seriously, though. That is, is scary. I, I completely know that, that scene. It's just quiet except for that. and Yeah, and how it pans over and you see that sign. It's good shit. It's cool. Definitely. It always reminds you of a shell at the end when that thing comes up. I always picture like a giant fucking shell or an oyster fucking taking him inside because the way it curves. All right, Jamie, how do you rate this incredible segment in Creepshow 2? Five. Five. My favorite. Do you want to elaborate in any way? What makes this... No. <laughs> we, we said enough <laughs> in the last 38 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Dave, how do you rate this? <laughs> I also give it a five. Wow. Well, then we got fives all around, guys. Nice. I would rate it lower if they skimped out on the kills, but they really didn't, as we already mentioned. And we got some boobage. Boobies, yep. If she's in it, her boobies are in it. <laughs> so now, I forgot the wraparound segment that happens here. Uh, the, is this where the bullies take his uh, Venus flytrap bulb and stomp on it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I had a lot of technical issues and I couldn't even. I don't have notes for this exactly. And the the, the kid says fucking. And it looks so awkward when he says it in the car in the cartoon for some reason. But he's like, I want his ass. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that because that is the most awkward thing in the world. Yeah. I want his ass. <laughs> and the way he moves when he says it, just, just the fact and that Alex was like, I was just saying that about Deke. <laughs> <coughs> so now we get to the last one. Young Billy knows his way around town. They won't catch him in a hurry. I think we've got time for one more creepy concoction. Our last morbid masterpiece, which I call The Hitchhiker. <laughs> OJ, man, OJ. Yeah, so, the gigolo. <laughs> yeah, so Annie Lansing is a rich, yuppie bitch who pays a guy who's about five years younger than her, I think, to bang her and give her orgasms. And he counted six. Count them. Six orgasms. This particular night, she had... Now, Jamie, mm. you're a girl. I am. Have you ever had... Yes. Of course. You have? More. Yeah, I believe that. So how, how, how come you guys are able to do that and we're not? I know. I as, know! As soon as I have an orgasm, it's like shooting pool with a rope. I can't even... <laughs> <laughs> my dick just goes away. Well, I have also encountered men who could. Or maybe it was maybe not it at was once. Me. <laughs> I could, but not at once. Wait a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, they weren't they weren't multiples. Or they were okay, forget it, forget it. 
Yeah, six orgasms. You never Dave, did that before, you, Alex? Dave, do you stay hard after you shoot? I, I just need a few minutes rest, and then I'm back to normal. A few minutes? I need, like, two hours. No. No? You do? Yeah, why? Well, two hours? I gotta admit, I never tried. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> every woman I've been with, every woman I've been with for more than a few months, I, I've, I've had nights with them that fucking, you know, I, I, I had at least four. Why would you even... Because I love to fuck, because it feels good. How do you maintain interest? What? <laughs> I, I wish I could I wish I could not maintain interest. That's not the problem. My problem is I'm fucking it's constantly on my brain. I wish I could fucking squash it, believe me. Wow, I'm really weird then because once I finish I'm sick. No, it's not you. I am totally I can move on to anything else in life, and that's like the last thing on the list. No shit, huh? I'm, I'm like, sick. oh okay, that's done for today. Now uh now, don't get me wrong. You know, I actually had a few weekends where I was home all by myself for an entire weekend. And I probably, you know. Touch yourself twice a day. Wait, when you're by yourself, but you can't do that with a live girl? No, I believe it or not, no. You know because why? Because it's less work. I understand that. Well, I don't know. I think it's because it's the same girl each time. Like when I'm with the with the videos and stuff, it's a new scenario, a new chick. It, it sort of like refreshes my brain. And I'm back into it again because now I'm moving on to another hot check. Man, I'll tell you what though. Think yeah. about when you were single, Alex. When tell you were Tiffany, sing- I said if she ever needs to talk to anybody, <laughs> that I'm always available. Right? <laughs> 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 okay. Bless her heart. So I think I've, I've had I've had four times in one day, one time, or no, uh, two or three times. Oh, easily. Oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. That was like a, a normal day for me in my <laughs> teen years. What? <laughs> like twice a day, probably. For me, twice a day. I have to do it like uh, during break time at work in the morning. <laughs> Not now I don't do it twice a day. Well, maybe occasionally. Oh, right. So, wait, by the way, this is called the Hitchhiker. This is, you know, I said OJ, but it's really called the Hitchhiker. Thanks for the ride, lady. I would love to. Um, so, this is probably the sleaziest conversation I've ever heard in a horror movie. Oh, she turns me on, man. The whole thing is so sleazy. Her and this douche diggolo, or dig gigolo. Annie, please, come on. You've got your Mercedes. I'm never going to get mine at these prices. It's what you quoted me. It's what I've been paying you. A special introductory rate. That's what this was. I see. Hook them then up the price. Is that it? Are you hooked? Maybe. Maybe. I do my job well. I expect to be paid well. Now, come on. I counted six orgasms. And you probably had others. Silently, so I wouldn't get a swelled head. You charged by the orgasm? Good idea. Maybe I should. Then at least I'd have something to work for. Peace work. (laughs) You have no shame. Bye, love. I hope you're not in Dutch. I can get you a good attorney if it comes to that. I've got a good attorney. My husband. And I don't want to lose him. Without him, you'd never get your Mercedes. Do you guys notice that Stephen King's It is, like, on his... Yes. Yeah, on his bed. That's cool. The bed board. That's a nice nap. I like it. Yeah. So, uh... So she pays for sex, 
and now she has to go back home. And I, I didn't write it down or anything, but she mentions, like, she has to be home by a certain time. She has to make this many minutes in this many minutes, so she'll never be home in time, pretty much, is what she's saying. The music she listens to in her car, can she be any more of a yuppie? Like, I, just take, take, take a listen to this. Wait. I don't even know what the fuck it is. Do tell. How do I not know? Listen to this. How yuppie is that? That, that makes sense. It, it, it's, it's fucking perceived that rich people might listen to fucking shit like that. Yeah, they well, can't it is, hear. And you, do you know I actually listen to classical a lot when I'm driving alone? Are you doing it to relive the movie? It makes me think of the movie, but no, I just actually like classical music. Jamie, you're a yuppie. <laughs> okay, but clearly they were trying to really push that with this. Yeah, um, they were. But I, I, I oh, also yeah. like that. That was definitely the point, yeah. Right. Now, constantly referring to yourself in the third person. What is wrong with this psychopath? Oh, Mrs. Oh, Mrs. Lansing. That's going to yeah. cost you, Mrs. Lansing. That's going to cost... Like, seven... She's worried about $734 because she spilled her coffee or whatever, yet she's paying some asshole to fuck her. Like, could she really be counting her nickels and dimes? Like, why is she so consumed with a few dollars? Well, because her husband's going to have to know about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's it. whatever. That's it. That's coming out of the hubby's fucking wallet. He's got to write a check for this, and then he's not going to be happy about it. Obviously, she doesn't have a good relationship with him. She's out paying some underdue for sex. Right. Well, so on the way home, she hits O.J. Simpson with her car. <laughs> he was asking to go to Dover, right? Yeah, bend over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so OJ gets hit with a car and he just like plops on the road and, you know, she comes to a crossroad. No pun intended. What would you guys do? You know, you're, let's just say you have a ton of money. It's the middle of the night. I'm not really sure her motive of why. Like, why would she go to jail? Like, are we not allowed to hit people with a car anymore? <laughs> like, no. Well, okay. If I it's think... an accident. She's drunk. It oh, is, is she drunk? She, Isn't she? She's not drunk, no. <laughs> she seems drunk no, to me, the way she, she acts. Pan- she panicked and drove off. Well, that's hit and run. That's illegal. I think the reason was she was coming from where she wasn't supposed to be. Oh, right. So right. get nailed if... um. If he were to find out, he'd be like, well, what were you doing over there? You know? Right. Yeah. She's not even supposed to be out of the house. I don't think he's expecting her to fucking, she's expected to be at home when he arrives home from work. So the fact that she, and where would you be at that time of night? It's late. Yeah. That's fucking trouble for her. That's what it is. Right. I don't know why I forgot that. And I don't know why I thought she was drunk. drunk. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> she just fucked the guy, woke up and started driving. And yeah. <laughs> I didn't know semen had alcohol content. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, I was listening to these two girls uh, at lunch. At lunchtime, they were talking. They were online to get something to eat. And the one girl goes, hey, do you think uh, sperm, how many calories is in sperm? And the girl goes, 
Honey, if you're drinking it that much, he's not going to care if you're a little bit chubby. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So, uh, OJ is now left for dead. You know, she drives away. She just hits this guy. Uh, and he's a Heisman winner, I think. And yep, she, yep. she, yeah. that shit. Yeah. Yep. He didn't score four touchdowns in one game, but he's, he's pretty good, right? Yeah, he's no, he's no fucking Bundy, no. No, but he won a Super Bowl, right? No, he's from Buffalo. Oh, well, he's been to a lot of them, maybe. Well, <laughs> on the sidelines, maybe a few. He couldn't even do it with San Francisco. Right? So he never won a Super Bowl. No. Okay, so would you guys drive off and leave OJ for dead, or would you? Um, could you do that seriously? Like, uh, would you say I'm not going to have my whole life ruined? He's already dead. Seriously. Try to put yourself here. He's already dead. If I knew for a fact he was dead, I could probably go on. I agree with that. Yes, if I knew for a fact. Right. Because honestly, what the fuck? What, what good What good is it going to do? The guy's dead. It's not going to bring him back. Yeah, me being caught's not going to help him, right? Yeah, it was an honest mistake. It's not going to do any bit of good for anybody right. to, to find out. They'll say, oh, it was a hit and run. And they'll be pissed off at someone they'll never, ever meet. And right. It's the worst that'll come of it. Yeah. And you know what? But if I had any idea at all that he may be alive, then I would have to stop and help. But I really, I don't, I mean, I course i don't know until i'm in that situation right but i, I kind of think that if i knew for a fact he was dead that I, I could probably just keep going see i wouldn't even do that i would think i'd still get in trouble so let me go to a payphone and call it in uh-huh. anonymously because either way me standing there is not going to help any either you're so- right i would take his cell phone I would take the guy's cell phone. You think OJ had a cell phone in 1987? Oh, well, no. If it was now, though. Oh, now. Oh, right. <laughs> you know? And you would call 911. Yeah, right. So it's not traceable back to you. Yep. And then leave it with him and say, and then just say, just disguise your voice or whatever. Fucking just say something. Right. Here's where I am. There's an accident. Click. Okay. I call 911, and when they answer, I go, help me. <laughs> and that's and then I'd run away. I'd get in my car and drive off. You know what we're all going to do? Go to hell because we're horrible human beings. <laughs> now, how about that? The, the, this Hold voice on. that this thing has, uh, is that the same voice as part one <laughs> of all the garbled creatures? Uh, do they re- Did they bring back that voice for this? <laughs> it's close. <laughs> it's close. I can ride. I can ride, baby. Yeah, and he's going fucking crazy. How about that? Thanks for the ride, lady. What do you guys? My mom and I watched a lot, um, Creepshow too, and we saw it at the theater together. And then, like when it came out on video, we'd watch it together a lot. And this was her favorite segment, and so we would quote from it all the time. I mean, it was just like it was just mostly thanks for the ride, lady, because that's what you hear about 187 <laughs> gazillion times. Wait, how come she just didn't go? You're welcome. But yeah, right. Wait, how come she didn't just say you're welcome? Do you think that would have ended this whole thing? Well, probably not. I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think he was kind of pissed. You're welcome. Do you know how long was it? How long was it before you guys realized that was her husband on the side of the road that stopped and called? I think the, the last time I watched, I realized. What? Oh, really? Yeah. What? How do you know that? Oh, because you see him later when he when he pulls into the garage. You at see the him making a, 
at the very, no, at, all right. The guy, the white guy that comes up and pulls over and calls the police on his car phone. The one who's talking to Stephen King. Yeah, okay. That's I'm always, oh, what the fuck? No shit. Yeah, so see, if she had stayed there, he would have found her anyway. Like, he would have, you know, if she had stayed two seconds longer than she did, her husband would have come rolling up. But it gives gives it much more depth knowing that, I think. Yep. Johnny Deep. That's, (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, you know what? When I saw this when I was young, this was the one that my, my buddy and I it would always fucking quote. Just just that, though. Thanks for the ride, lady. Yeah. Right. It was the big joke. We fucking loved it. We, I, I loved it a lot more when I was younger. Now, not not as much, but that line is great. That It was, just, it was comedy. It was, it, was, it was dark humor. You know what I mean? So I'm going to point was, out a flaw here. He never actually gave her a ride. She never gave him a ride. Well, he was being sarcastic, I think. What about the ride that, that he gave her when he hit him? When she hit him, that's a ride. No, she. he should say thanks for the shove or thanks for the push. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks for, for the ride. Well, now he did take a ride when he was hanging on to her sunroof and, and hanging on to the hood. But was he already thanking her at that point? Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was. He was. Yeah. It's yeah. sarcasm. That's right. It was because... If she would have picked him up, none of that would have happened. Oh. It's like, thanks for the ride. Fuck thanks that. for the That's ride, all. lady. As opposed to hitting me, right. Right, because if you would have stopped and picked me up and been a good person and helped, you know, help somebody in need, this wouldn't have happened. But since well, you did thanks for the ride, motherfucker. You know? Right. You know? Now, is this OJ, is he a ghost of sorts? Like, what, in a J, you, He's you a said, revenant. Yeah, I was going to say, you said the last guy was a revenant. <laughs> a revenant. A revenant. Good job. Is that yes. the movie Thank that you. Leonardo See? DiCaprio just got an award for? Yes, it is. It yes. is? Yes. It How is. weird is that? That's another skeleton crew weird moment. Yep. Oh, sink. The same day, a day, the same day that the guy dies from Old Chief Woodenhead, which is in the movie of Creepshow 2, Leonardo DiCaprio wins an award for a movie, I mean, yeah, a movie called Revenant. In which Jamie said is what you call the ghost from Creepshow. And this, I guess. Right. And I was watching the Oscars before we started recording tonight uh, because I have them on DVR. So it all sinks in. So he just won an award for Revenant and that's what these things are. Yeah. The big question is, was he somebody who was buried up to his head in sand or was he a hitchhiker in that movie? Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> uh, it's more because it, well, it wasn't. Uh, well, I don't guess. tell me. I heard it's so good. I don't want to. Oh, it. okay. Well then. So, oh, you're talking about Leo. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I thought he was talking about the hitchhiker. Yeah, it's 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 hard to follow my reference. Like, He's like Dave's me? like sand. <laughs> I knew what the joke was. No, I got the joke, but I thought he was saying, "Is this hitchhiker? Is he buried in sand, or is he <laughs> hitchhiker?" Like, why are you asking that question? Is, are you trying to be funny? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was actually referencing Leonardo DiCaprio and what he did in his movie, thought, and relating it to the ones we're reviewing. <laughs> <laughs> It's very hard to. It's just like Jamie said in the last show. We have no idea what you're talking about. I've become so disconnected from society that I have n- nobody can even follow my references anymore, <laughs> even though they're completely in with what we're doing. Oh fuck. Okay. Whew. So, so he was a revenant ghost, OJ, in this in this segment. 
Sure, yeah. Yeah, he was coming back. He was coming back for revenge. Yeah, she just keeps seeing him, just keeps trying to kill him. She runs into a tree 40 times, thinking that'll kill him. Doesn't work. Only damages her car. <laughs> Somehow she could still drive home, which is absolutely ridiculous. She would never be able to drive that car again after what she did. How about she got fooled? She's like, I hit a tree, that's all. Uh, yeah, when it was snowing and everything. Yeah. That was cool. When she thought that she just drove off the thing and she dreamt all that shit about the hitchhiker. Right, and then yeah, she drives cool. home and she thinks she beats it. That's cool shit. That, that yeah. final sequence is great. And that attack? Oh, man. I don't know. Only line I remember is fucking Stephen King. Guy got cream. That's what happened. Happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, hitchhikers. Not much to say. I mean, at the very end, he ends up in her car. It's just a tongue sticking out of a... a what well, looks like a face. Oh, and it's great. great. He's garb- yeah, he's garbling. Yeah, he's like, for the ride, lady. for the ride, lady. Oh, it's, a, it's like faster. It's like it's like scary at the end the last time he says it. Yeah. You know, earlier he's just like, hey, thanks for the ride. And then he gets, it, it changes as it goes yeah, on. It's more subtle. But, yeah, but it's ridiculous in the final scene. It's like fucking downright scary. Like the way he looks, which is badass. That's fucking good effects there. And, and the way he sounds, it's actually scary, that part to me. Yeah. So, uh, I guess she ends up dying. I think her husband lives, but she died. Yeah, yeah. she got bent over. <laughs> <laughs> she had that big Dover sign on her, right? <laughs> His name was Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, Ben. He kind of reminds me of Brad Pitt's brother, Stu. Stu Pitt? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking got me good. <laughs> Wow. I never heard that joke. I've never heard that before. <laughs> what a lo- we're a bunch of losers tonight. Shit. That's nah, just me. Wow. Right. No, it's me after that. You one. guys are cool. So let's rate the hitchhiker, man. This What's is. that stuff that you rub on your sore muscles? Ben. How long? Ben. Uh, uh-uh. yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm, a homo- I'm homophobic. I can't even say it. <laughs> I love it. Dave walked into it and then jumped right back out. He's like, Ben, nope, uh-uh. That's used to do that shit in the fucking 80s, that joke. Yeah, that oh, yeah, exactly. That is like a, that's like an elementary school joke. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so how do you rate the hitchhiker, Jamie Jenkins? Uh, I don't think it's really all that good because it's extremely repetitive, but <laughs> there are things that I like about it, and this one particularly for me has a lot of nostalgia. So I'm going to say four. All right. Dave Z. All right. Uh, I, I also agree that it's not the strongest one, uh, and it's kind of a one-trick pony, you know? So, you know, I, I used to really like it when I was young, and every time I see it now, I... I don't know. I don't look forward to it as much. It's still good. It's just, you know, not quite on the caliber as the other ones. So I give it three and a half. This is an odd one for me. For me, it's the reverse. I always liked the first two so much more. Although people I watched this with growing up could not stop uh, quoting this. Like with the thanks for the ride lady. And they were so taken by this. And I was just sitting there dumbfounded, like, why are you so into this? There's really nothing that great about this one. You know, as I got past the first two episodes, as I kept going on and rewatching this, 
I got to this one, and I said, well, let me really, like, give this a go, because I never really embraced it. I eventually started to, and what I realized was, yeah, it's totally repetitive, but in, in a non-repetitive way, like, it really does, it's always different. It's an experience, and it's compelling the entire time. With that? Yeah. So, I'm not gonna be as harsh. I think I really do like it, and it's definitely grown on me. So, I will give it a 4 out of 5. It's definitely not amazing. It's not. I don't love this at all. But it's, I really do like it. Uh. It's, it's iconic having OJ in this. Did you hear that Mike and Dan got together and started their own show? Yeah. Yeah, it's called Chasing the Gimp. It came out March 8th. What do you think? I can't get worried about it, man. I mean, uh, no matter how hard I try, I just can't get worried about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, have you ever been a paper boy or known a paper boy? Yes, I've known Okay. Him. Okay. Well, That's my sister. <laughs> of course you've known one. Right. Okay. Well, I was a paper boy. And what happened was they would bring the shit, you know, you have a box in front of your house and every whatever, they bring the, the shit in the morning. So they drop it. Uh, think about this. My box is right in front of my house. Any asshole could have come and stolen those papers too. And they put a shitload in there. And on Sunday they had inserts. It was a big, heavy day. You had to get up earlier and take all the inserts and put them in the paper. And it added like an additional fucking hour to your work. So you had to get up even earlier on a Sunday morning. So one Saturday night, I was I had a sleepover, and we were in the backyard, tents, all this shit, me and a couple buddies. And I was up late and everything, and I didn't want to get up in the morning. And I, my father woke me up and said I had papers. <laughs> and I went to the paper box, and I stole all the fucking inserts, and I took them, and I, and I drove them down the street on my bike. I took them on the fucking, and I threw them in a the dumpster. <laughs> and I... I played dumb and I said I never got the inserts and they said what and I go yeah they go somebody must have stolen or something and they looked around and they ended up finding them in their fucking dumpster because <laughs> it wasn't that far <laughs> and they like do you have any enemies and I said yeah well you know, there's this one guy <laughs> so because I was so lazy that morning I didn't want to I just fucking I thought I'd get away with it and I delivered the papers without them I was like fuck these people I'm just gonna deliver the paper you know how people are out there Sunday paper in their coupon books right yeah, I'm like, you're the reason some old lady didn't get her coupons that week. <laughs> well, after they found them, I had to go and bring all their coupons to everybody's door. Yeah, wow, so you had to do delivery useful. twice. Yep, that's, that's what I That's what get. you get. That is karma <laughs> kicking you in the ass right there. I know it is. I was a kid. I did all kinds of fucked up shit. <laughs>
<laughs> my father ended up delivering the papers fucking more than once. <laughs> I was so lazy. That's what I would do. I'd just leave them around. Them. <laughs> my father started paying for the papers. <laughs> he just bought them because he knew he didn't want to go out and deliver them. So you guys basically just kept buying 45 newspapers every week. Yeah, dude. My father got so fed up, he gave up the lady money. He said, here, take this money and take this. I never want to see this box on my fucking front lawn again. <laughs> and he paid her off and they were gone. <laughs> <laughs> so I was probably the world's worst paper boy. All right, guys, that was Creep Show 2. We went through the whole entire thing. Okay, first we'll do, I want to get an overall rating of the movie itself. 4.3. What are we doing here? 12.5 divided by uh, 3? 3, yes. So it's like 4 and some change, right? 4.13. And I rated a 4.83. Overall, it seems that we're both fans of both these movies. Um, So now what we're going to do here is we're going to give it a little throwback segment. Uh, you know, these two guys may not be on the show anymore, but they haunt us anyway. You know, we did a thing called Jump the Shark back in 2012, and yeah. we went really deep. You know, I took a ton of notes for Creep Show 3, and um, a lot of you might not have heard that. A lot of people do not go and revisit old shows, and a lot of you guys are just looking up a Creep Show review or Creep Show 2 review or 3 review. I don't know. And uh, so you certainly have not heard this before. So, and all you guys who did hear it, you probably forgot it unless you go back and listen to old shows again. So, what you're going to get is a really in-depth look at Creepshow 3 that we did on the Skeleton Crew earlier. Jamie and Dave have no desire to watch Creepshow 3, neither do I. So, this is as good as it's going to get. This will fill out the Creepshow retrospective. So here it is, guys, Creepshow 3, and we'll be right back to wrap up the show. Creep Show 3, if any of you had the misfortune of seeing this, uh, starts off with a terrible animation of a kid who kills a dog and sells them as hot dogs. Right there, it's like, okay, this is obviously trying to set a tone. It did? Yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit. The writing of the first story is like the writing of a cartoon. And it's acted like it, too. Uh... They press a button on a TV, and she leaves and comes back to a black family, then a Spanish family when they press the button again, then then all of a sudden the girl turns into like a slime monster, and then she turns <laughs> into a rat, and the guy takes her away. And it, it's just an utter waste of time. Uh, it's it's so <laughs> stupid, and the soundtrack, the score, for for every one of the stories in this anthology, is is like. Is like cartoon music. It really is, dude. That's the score. I like. What are you trying to put across here? I don't understand what this is supposed to be. <laughs> it's supposed to be shit, dude. How shit. are you calling this creep show? Like, it probably can be appreciated for whatever it is to some audience. Not the creep show audience. It's just really wrong. The next story. This is pretty good. I even like the story. Uh, this guy played by A.J. Bowen gets a radio. Yeah, that, that's the high point in the film. A.J. Bowen's the shit. Yeah. He gets, um, 300 grand 
kills two people and that like a radio's like okay now put the money in this room a cop is gonna come up you have to get him out of here you know and it basically guides him through all the shit in his life and it gives him all the right advice okay he's gonna be coming up the stairs now you have to get out of the room you know and it, it all works it all it's really cool because i think everybody would like a radio like that yeah if i had a radio my life wouldn't be so fucked up right now <laughs> but um but but then of course at the end of it he distrusts the radio and uh of course a girl comes between him and the master plans of him and the radio he chooses the girl over the radio the girl shoots him takes the money and that's the end of that horrible or blending and it, it really disappoints you really bummer yeah but that's actual life though it is life think about it you know in the in the end would you not choose a woman over a radio? Not a skanky crack whore, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, skanky crack whore, I can understand. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, I would ask the, the radio for uh, how, do I, how do I get a hot chick? Can you get me Eva Longoria or something? Ooh. Mmm. Yeah, she's all right. Yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mmm. Nev Campbell. No. That, uh, Nev Campbell is not hot. She's yeah, she really is. not that hot. She's really not. Oh, yes. She's not even like... I, I wouldn't even talk to her. I know it sounds Party crazy. Party of five. <laughs> Party of five, my friends. <laughs> Party of five, my friends, gave me many, many a special night. You're disgusting. Oh, yeah, because it's a mm. Creep. Okay, so then the next story is a, a manly-ass hooker. Uh, she's she has, she has bigger arms than me. Yeah. I'm so glad I haven't seen this movie. That's why Dan's silent. He didn't get to check this one out. We just had too much homework to do. Yeah. So, uh, for some reason, she's a hooker. Some, you know, guys want to bang girls who are more jacked than I am. <laughs> and maybe these guys are schmoes. You know what a schmo is, right? Um, a guy who pays like muscular women to wrestle with them and overpower them. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I thought. You know, so she goes to these losers' houses. You think she's the killer, but she goes to this one kid's house who seems innocent enough, but he has three bodies hanging on the wall. She ties him up. She does kill him, stabs him in the chest like ten times, comes out of the shower, and, and he has those big freaky vampire teeth that look like a mask, and he kills her. I, you know, I basically could have thought of that story in about two minutes. Yeah, yeah. what the fu- I was just going to say, dude. I was like, is this, I, is this dude for real? Yeah. Like what you just told yeah. me? That, that's the story. That was it. That was retarded. The whole thing is that she's the killer of somebody like john's i guess and that she got killed wow what what a twist unbelievable the next one an old scientist is gonna marry a smoking hot girl and uh the music score again really sets a bad tone kills all these stories i mean this is just like over the top don't take this serious nonsense it's just dumb um so this one uh this girl, Kathy, was, like, so over-the-top, dumb, ditzy girl. She repeated shit. She don't remember how her and this old guy met. So these two kids think she's a robot. These kids are engineers. They want to do a prank joke. So they bang her over the head and cut her up without even checking to see if she's human in any real way. They find out she didn't remember him because she has amnesia. But by that time, they already cut her in pieces, threw her in the, in the oven, dude. And, like, all this shit, it was just so, but the tone was just terrible. And even the doctor's reaction to her head in the oven sucked. Like, nothing was good about this. It was like, it, it's, it's, I see what they, it's kind of interesting of an idea, 
but it's it's like almost as bad as like the Tales from the Dark Side show, like the bad episodes. It's like one of those, you know. And the and the, the yeah. final one, real quick, is it was about a doctor who's an asshole. He drops a hot dog on the floor, feeds it to a homeless guy who chokes on it and dies. <laughs> that had to be funny, though. <laughs> he works. Mike loves gagging sound effects. It's you love well, that's what happens when they choke on it, you know. Choke on it. I'm gonna get. I'm yeah. gonna pull that clip from you. Uh, so he works at a free clinic. He's a pill popper. He's he's really blunt with people. And here's the thing: that one was actually good comedy writing, you know, with some of his things, his reactions to the patients. But so the ghost of the homeless guy keeps begging the guy. Um, he actually trades in pills for hookers. Oh god, hmm. that's a good idea. Yeah. So basically. They they tie the stories as if they happen on the same night, you know the anthology. But who cares? Like it didn't add anything if it happened on the it same. Didn't night. Add, yeah, it didn't add up. Who cares that it happened on the same? Like when the hooker meets this one, you see these two guys going into the professor's office before they tear the body up of his wife, and it's like yeah, but who lazy tie-ins? Yeah, basically. but who cares if it happened on the same night? Like, what does that mean? Um, yeah, right. So uh, that's why Trick or Treat is so much better. Yeah. Again, with the goofy music, uh, the actor playing the doctor was good. Uh, so he dies of a heart attack because the be, because the the homeless guy haunted him and scared him. Like, and at the end, I wonder what what was all the character development for? Like, what was the point of him being mean to everybody and with the jokes and this and that? Like, what did it? What was the point of all that? Right. What purpose did it serve? Yeah. It's supposed to entertain us, I guess, until he died of a heart attack. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't get it. You know what I mean? I just don't get it, man. I'm not entertained. Yeah. So at the end, th- th- there's no payoff. The tie-in makes no sense. It didn't mean anything. And uh, look, it- it's not the worst movie in the world, but it's is it worth buying? No. Would I rec- recommend it? No. Does it does it complement the earlier creep shows? No. Wow, that was a blast from the past. Great to hear that again. Uh, some good stuff. And man, did that movie suck. How did you guys feel when Creepshow 3 came out and you watched it and that's what it was? Number one, were you, were you guys like savvy to the idea that the like Romero and King were not involved and right away you were skeptical and you were wondering how these guys even got hold of the name? No, because I was 13. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. When this came what? out, you were thirteen. In two thousand seven, you were thirteen. Oh, two thousand. <laughs> uh, you said Creep Show three. I'm sorry. I thought yeah. you were talking about. <laughs> oh, fuck, thirteen. Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we're no, doing yeah. a show with a fucking twenty year old here. Oh, when that one came out, yeah, I was well aware that it was uh, that there was no involvement and that it was going to be crap. I just. Mm-hmm. I concur. That's exactly. And it was at Redbox, and I saw it there, and I was like, "What? There it is, huh?" Oh, 2006. I know it's gonna suck, but because it's creep show, maybe there's hope with the comic. Maybe. And I rented it, and I, I just remember not liking it. But that's all I remember. I don't remember anything about it. For both these movies, we mentioned Stephen King, George Romero. The dynamic duo in this is Anna Clavel and James Glenn Duddleson. <laughs> And this movie gets a 3 out of 10 on IMDb. It's fucking insulting. It's insulting to the to a franchise. Well, that's our whole Creepshow retrospective. Um, I give Creepshow 3 a 2 out of 5. Dave? 
I don't remember it. I'll say I'll give it. Well, if you gave it a two out of five, I don't like I it. Could, I could probably agree with you. I don't think I'll, I don't think I'd like it less. So I'll say two out of five. I <laughs> will agree with that. All right, yeah. So two out of five, guys. So don't go uh, run into the torrent website. There's no point. So that was the Creep Show retrospective, guys. Um, it was a long haul, long journey, great time. I'm gonna miss these days, and um, it's great to be back. Uh, I have no idea what we have cooked up for the next show. What do you mean, jump the shark? You, didn't you just bring it up? Oh my god! <laughs> to do another jump the shark is so much work. I, I I've been pestering Alex to do another jump the shark for fucking two years before I was ever on the show because I love it. Well, we should. But here's the thing. It'll take a while to... Okay, maybe someday. No, no, <laughs> here's the way. Ready? Not next show, though. Here's the way to do it. All you got to do is look at the franchises we have not done yet. Um, we all have to agree, pretty much, when it jumped the shark. And it's usually obvious. And once we agree, we just watch that movie and then talk about why it jumped the shark. You know, it, we can simplify this. We don't have to watch the entire franchise. Like, there were a couple that I did do that with, like Child's Play and stuff like that. That's just... I don't think I have to watch them at all. I think I know off the top of my head without even having their, – they're movies that I've seen a bunch. They're franchises. Right. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I think all of us are probably fucking – we know. We've seen them enough times that we're, you know, we're savvy on fucking that information, I think. Like Hellraiser, we'd pick part five. Is that a, an agreement? I don't know. I might even say three, <laughs> to be honest Oh, yeah. Well, four was pretty good, though. Three's not that good, right? You're right. I don't know. But we, this is the discussion we should have on the show. Just talk about what we think about it. How about uh, Children of the Cornhole? Yeah, that awful fucking series. Children of the Cornhole. Yeah, yeah, two. Yeah, the Cornhole. Two, okay. Um, so we could all just watch two. We'll figure it out. I'll, I'll look at the old shows, and I'll come up with a list, and I'll send them. And we'll plan on it for whenever. I can do the homework on that, though. Some other... But there's the Amityville one. Oh, I think I already did that one. The new Amityville movie's coming out, though. That's right. That is right. We always do a retro when there's a new one coming out. Really? I don't want to do, like, seven movies, huh? Well, there aren't seven. There's only six, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Alex won't do a fucking all those movies. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a lot. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Here, wait. Jump the shark segments. It looks like I already did this. Halloween, Wishmaster, Wrong Turn, Hatchet, Psycho. I feel like we've done some of these. Halloween, I think we could all say four. Wishmaster, I don't know, probably two. Wrong Turn, I don't know. Hatchet, I don't know. I used to think two. Psycho, four is obviously the one, but we already did that in a retro. Paranormal Activity, uh, four is the worst one. Four jump the shark. Omen, I don't know. Children of Corn, two, I guess. Pet Cemetery, <laughs> two is so bad it's good. I don't think that's a real franchise though. Um, Leprechaun, I don't know. I haven't seen any of them. House. There's too many. I have. There's too many things I haven't watched. That's the problem with that. I, I guess what I'm saying. I gotta look and see what I watched. Hellraiser. Yeah, we said that. No, I haven't watched a Hellraiser past four. You know that? It's a good thing. There's no reason to. That's the last good one. I never watched any. There's so many franchises I haven't watched. I just once it goes, I, I just, there's too many good horror movies to waste my time with fucking subpar sequels. You know? All right, well, we'll see, guys. We're not even sure we're gonna do this next. Um, there's so many things to do. 
you know. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Something will come up. Yep. So don't even get your hopes up. Don't think anything about it. Hope you enjoyed what you heard, and we'll be back um, in hopefully a decent amount of time. You know, I hope so. We're looking for one a month again. So. Sweet. All right, so that was Creep Show one, two, and three, and this show was only two and three. Hope you enjoyed. This is Alex, Jamie, Jamie, Dave, Dave. Dave. <laughs> yeah, that's me. We are the new skeleton crew revised revamped and re-energized and we are here for 2016 yes the dream is still living on everybody we are still here can you believe that we just will not go away at some point it'll be ceremonious to see us leave we just won't do it just remember keep your hands to reaching the stars and keep your feet on the boards so that the garbage bag does not grab them have a good night